0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Battle School Dropouts. I'm Stu and I'm Bakary and today we're gonna to be talking about the first seven episodes of Kids on the Slope. Uh, yep, uh,
1: also known as oh. Sakamichi no Apollon. Uh, we, how did you feel about this one? Oh
0: Stu? man, I sure did feel uh like it was the best show I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh was, man. Episode yeah, <laughs>
1: seven was pretty crazy, yeah, huh? You
0: know, yeah and you know what else uh we we also watched the finale of attack on titan it's all (laughs) over the whole show hey we did it it all is worth it in the end yeah that's what all i'll say no spoilers boy
1: i'm sure i sure am glad the crunchyroll funimation merger happened that doesn't you know that's gonna be bad for for media in general Mm -hmm. uh the fact that they're like making it so that people who don't pay premium subscriptions can't watch anymore that's that's
0: fine even with ads
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's fine. That's good actually. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's definitely good. Yeah. <laughs> ah, April fool's everybody. Hey, uh we pulled go. a prank on you. We're not talking about the first seven episodes of Kids on the Slope, like we said last time. It's an April Fool's prank so good that not only did we definitely trick you, because I assume you're not reading the name of this episode, but we definitely tricked you, and we also tricked ourselves.
1: Uh, yep. I mean, the date that we're recording this has a four and a one in it, so it's kind of like April Fool's if you think about it. We got them. Yeah, I we think got so. And yeah. we got us. You got pranked. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so t- today's episode, uh, we are going to be talking about The disaster of trying to watch anime today and we're also going to be talking about six relatively new-ish shows three maybe new-ish and then three other things that we tortured ourselves with yeah yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah well we'll get into that in the anime section Bakri how are you doing uh I was doing pretty good (laughs) good until that
1: fucking demon lord one I tell you what that was uh that sucked um yeah that sucked hard yeah not to not to to i forgot the the folksy expression give away the goose Do people say that give not away the... to
0: not to goose not to goose him not but... to
1: not to hit him not to do the do an old goose on him
0: not, uh, to, not to slap him over the face with a goose you know but... a goose
1: in the hand is uh is what i'm doing right now <laughs> um
0: damn we're so good at phrases.
1: yeah we're a couple folksy guys um what was i saying yeah i'm fine i'm doing good yeah. um how are you doing?
0: Um, I'm, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Honestly, this is, this is like the perfect episode to have be the disaster episode because we did genuinely get tr- pranked. We, I think we've been talking about since the beginning of the show, like almost two years ago yeah. that we were going to talk about Attack on Titan. Like, <laughs> like it started as a joke. It became a real thing. Yeah. And then we, I, I had, I had it on the list that we were going to talk about it in like, April May. Yeah, we we were gonna discuss the end, the ending of Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) Jokes on us. Yeah, the show's just never gonna end. Apparently, Uh, freaking Will Smith slapped
1: Chris Rock so hard that it delayed the ending. No,
0: no, no. You can't, can't, can't do. You know how many people just stopped listening right there
1: we lost them Bakri. yeah like four of the nine people who are gonna listen to this
0: <laughs> yeah there's, this is like gonna be the Christmas episode like there's no way it's breaking double digits I,
1: I had a thought today too that like I think the reason why like the Christmas episode and stuff like that gets so very few views is like do we actually put the names of the anime that we watch anywhere like in the description or anything like that they're
0: in the description they're not in the title okay itself.
1: I wonder if like there's some like algorithmic stuff that like makes it so that like you know even if someone was like say searching just random shit related to like Gintama yeah for instance like they're not going to find it because it's in the description you know i
0: I think so i think the description is playing less and less of a part in the algorithm yeah keep hiding more and more of it yeah uh so i'm definitely gonna put the word izakai in the title there you go that's got that's got to do something there's someone's got to be looking for it if they keep fucking making them keep fucking making and (laughs) i've been watching shitty anime for a long fucking time and like i remember like Back when we were at Uncle Junction, so this yeah. would be like five years ago at this yeah. point, practically. Sitting down with my buddy Will, and we just put on Izekai. Just sure. like new Izekai. We did basically what we did tonight. Yeah. And just watching it and be like, wow, this all sucks. And then doing it tonight and being like, nothing has changed. Not, this is exactly nothing. the same night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Different people, maybe, but. Yeah, maybe. I mean. You fucking, might be Will. I don't know.
1: Uh, I guess, yeah. I'm wrong. I'm, I could be Will. Maybe, maybe all of us are, are a little Will. You know we're all a little will yeah when you think about it
0: we are Groot right like uh, uh <laughs> guardians oh, of the galaxy hey! yeah um but yeah no izakai is fucking annoying i want to go back to uh attack on titan i was so fucking ready to talk about this show <laughs> i have been mo- like i've been at this i was kind of caught up for a minute like even like on season four part two or whatever that yeah. like that hadn't finished at the time and i was like oh man and it's got all these fucking weird metaphors that don't make a lot of sense yeah. and i was like god i'm so ready to talk about this. no it's just never gonna fucking end like, it's, no a part three they final uh, season part three <laughs> uh if anyone's
1: not in the know they announced that there's gonna be a attack on titan final season so final season happened season four started they did their 13 episodes whatever and then that ends and they're like okay we're doing a final season part two in 2022 okay great so we start you know 2022 rolls around attack on titan final season part two happens and a few episodes out from the end they're like actually final season part three 2023 so the show's never fucking ending yeah like what is a final like the final season was a season ago. <laughs> We're already past the final season. This is like yeah. the second final season, which is not final because that's not what that word means. We're not on season four, part three. We're on season six. That's how that works. Right?
0: Yeah. No. This is this is absurd. This is this is war crimes. Yeah. This, this is, is war crimes. This is. This yeah. is. War
1: I'm about as traumatized by this as I was. By- no. No.
0: <laughs> you not even get to it. I cannot, cannot do <laughs> I had my phone. I Twittered Twitter down. I tried to keep Twitter off my phone, but I had it on my phone. Because Platinum End came out. The R Platinum End episode came out like, worst the same timing, day that Slap came out. Fucking worst day on social media, <laughs> dude. Just absolute garbage. Like everyone has had the worst hot takes, and then everyone also had like just uninteresting comments about people's worst <laughs> like just the answer is shut up it's yeah. not that interesting
1: <laughs> it really isn't
0: we can't all be talking and but here we are We're here we are here.
1: here we are yeah and it was a really pervasive thing you know like it's just it, it changed history really
0: yeah yeah i yeah. mean t- they're gonna have to rewrite all the textbooks at yeah point, you know? yeah we should we should stop doing like uh ad or whatever we are and then like
1: this it, is the yeah i feel like this is the you know There was BC, there was AD, and then there's what, AS? AS, yeah, after after slap. slap. Yeah, there it
0: is. God, we're (laughs) both so funny. (laughs) God, just really same wavelength on good jokes. Exactly, yeah. Oh, fuck,
1: dude i've activated the rule of threes now so i'm gonna have to do one more but yeah like, we'll we'll hold off on that one if,
0: if you i'm people are gonna be waiting with bated breath <laughs> yeah. for
1: another fucking slap joke. see this i'm retaining engagement right now that's what i'm doing i'm doing this for the fucking the the metrics yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah that'll be good for the the algorithm there yeah exactly. Uh, well, other than annoying annoying, terrible animes and things like that in some good news, we did watch Sonic Two.
1: we did that fucking ruled, yeah, I was so fucking good <laughs> i was I was I was beside myself it was it was fantastic. What did you think about it?
0: I thought it was i I really liked it so Saturday we watched Sonic One, which I'd yes. seen before, but it was still nice to watch and then we on Thursday we watched Sonic two so it yep. was nice going kind of back to back like that. I still think I like the first one more at this point. Really, but the second one I thought was a lot of fun.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. What What would What would you say you liked more about the first one? Then
0: I think the first one's just a little bit more cohesive with its theme. You know, it's it's a it's about family. Uh, you know, it's about you know they're on a road trip and they're learning to connect and all that. And two's a lot more bloated in terms of like its theme. Like everybody oh. kind of has their own story and moments, and it's fun, but it's like. I don't know. I liked how, how tight and neat the first one was.
1: That's fair. That's fair. It's like a pretty sim- simple, straightforward, like thematically in the first one. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if there was like a, a, a like a moral of the story in the second one is that like friendship is also good, but good in a different way that what than it was in
0: number yeah. one. Yeah. Like it, it gets a little lost with dealing with all like the, the mass. Like they, there's a lot more like exposition dumps in this movie, in yeah. the second one but I don't want to make it sound like it was a bad movie or oh, sure, like I sure. had a great time. Yeah.
1: I take it. You liked it. I, I adored it. It was, it was fantastic. I loved, uh, Sonic and tails have some like really adorable moments. Like the, the whole, that entire thing in that like Russian. Oh yeah. Restaurant. I don't know. Cabin thing. Yeah. The yeah. cabin bar, what what have you like there, there was some really cute moments there. Like I, I really liked knuckles. Like it was kind of a different angle for the character. Um, There was a lot of, like, dumb little uh, references that, like, you know, completely, like, very subtle. But, like, if you were a freak looking for them like me, then, like, you know, they're very fun. A lot of, like, hidden little bits in the soundtrack to, like, reference Sonic 2 themes and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of fun little little things in there. Yeah, and I I, I like the angle that they played with Knuckles too. I, I I really like that dumb warrior who thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, you know that's like I'm a huge fan of uh, Jack Drax the Destroyer from the Guardians of <laughs> the Galaxy movies. Yeah, you know Knuckles is a, is definitely a bit different than him, but it's both that that same angle of like overconfidence, but also a big beefy boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. like he's definitely kind of a jock character. He's not like. He doesn't come across at least to me as like like stupid stupid but like you know definitely kind of slow on the uptake of certain things yeah. and like true to his character in the games very gullible like mm-hmm. you know he doesn't really know how to like tell when people are like trying to pull one over on him if they say like oh the master emeralds in danger cuz this guy's going to take it then he's going to go after that guy no questions asked
0: Yeah yeah he's got a job to do Exactly
1: yeah, yeah. which is very much how, like his role in in Sonic 3 like he's kind of an antagonist until the very end when Eggman like you know reveals his nasty plot and then yeah
0: uh, but Eggman would never betray nothing. He,
1: i mean but he does you know mecha sonic shows up and he gets on the master emerald he turns super mecha sonic not gonna get that in the movies <laughs> apparently um yeah the. i guess we shouldn't spoil it because the movie came out but like uh, like this week but um post credits
0: post credits oh boy oh man I, I i can't believe the level of hype that i was for that post credits yeah season too too hype
1: yeah i like i i heard one little bit i can't say any of the dialogue or it'll give it away to anyone who knows but like you know there's like just one little bit before they even make the big reveal where like i actually like yelled in the theater no fucking way and then (laughs) then
0: there it was yeah yeah like we joked about it i think in like the last episode or maybe the last couple that like the sonic cinematic universe is happening and like you know what fuck it i'm here for it it's been a lot of fun yeah absolutely but it really does feel like this is the beginning like we're gonna have the Charmy the Bee movie at some point, you know.
1: And it's about time. It's about, and it's time. about time. And we should get uh, Jerry Seinfeld to voice him like the Bee Movie. <laughs> yeah, it starts the exact same way. Like scientifically, the bee shouldn't be able to fly because its little wings can't carry it. And then it's just Charmy the Bee. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's just a shot-for-shot remake of Bee Movie, but with slightly different animation. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just swap out the the model of the, whatever the fucking bee is named in uh, Jerry Seinfeld Bee. Uh, oh,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, Barry? right? What's
1: Barry? Name? I don't know. I watched it, too. I bet, I couldn't I bet it's tell you. Sure. Barry the Bee. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Barry Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Comment down below if you know who the Bee was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that fresh
1: meme. Hey, uh, anybody listening, uh, if you like jazz,
0: sound off in the comments.
1: <laughs> that's what your favorite jazz standard. Mm. You know, this would have made... This joke would have been even better if we watched fucking Kids on the Slope, now that I think about it, because that is Uh, a whole thing about um, a jazz band. But, oh well.
0: Yeah, you know what's what's funny with what we've ended up doing is, I was actually like, we had a very straightforward plan for today. Yeah, We're just going to watch, we're going to watch seven episodes. We're going to watch this really good anime. It'll be kind of a nice kind of palate cleanser sort of thing. And instead, we did the opposite of that. We had about a million technical issues followed by just the decision that we should suffer and watch garbage yeah yeah the the opposite of jazz
1: (laughs) the opposite of jazz yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, uh i mean this is kind of like i don't i don't really care about the whole like you know the 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 culture war that's going on about like oh it is a moral imperative that you do pirate everything versus like if you pirate anything you are an absolute scumbag pay for crunchyroll or whatever i don't really care about that debate either way but like today was very much like a, a case for like yeah maybe i just maybe we just find alternative methods
0: <laughs> yeah i think the, the smart thing to do possibly in the future depending on what episodes we do but like if we really got our shit in gear right like if we really got things figured out like when i was looking up where where kids on the slope was streaming yeah I, when i was looking that up it was like hey you could also buy the blu-ray for 25 dollars and i was like fuck man if we had our shit in gear we could we've known we're doing this for a little while it could have just, just, the... just bought it yeah yeah you know? like it would not have been that difficult but it, I, I don't know if we said it already but like as of like a week ago the show was on Crunchyroll yeah every time I've watched
1: it it was on Crunchyroll I found out about it through Crunchyroll
0: and the funniest part is that we were gonna record last week but a couple things came up exactly so we couldn't record yeah and so now we're here and here so yeah. whatever plan came up that you had to go do that instead whoever was involved you get to blame them yeah for the experience yeah. yeah I want to let them know <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, according to uh, just a random Reddit post, so I don't know if it's true or not, sure. that when Funimation and Crunchyroll got mer- merged, I think I guess it's Sentai Filmworks or something that are the people who are like on the publishing rights for it, they cut all their stuff off Crunchyroll or Vice Versa or something like that. So yeah. they it's maybe it'll be back on there soon, but
1: which is who knows. it's weird too because like I mean this isn't the first Crunchyroll, Funimation, like air, I'm doing air quotes, merger that happened like um, back when uh, Verve was like more of a thing, which was like mm-hmm. sort of a, a streaming aggregate for anime and stuff like that. So like, you know, you could sign up for that. And then like any of your other streaming services, you just kind of watch them all in one place. Um, when that happened, a bunch of Funimation stuff ended up on Crunchyroll. You could watch stuff like Cowboy Bebop and like, uh, I only use it to watch Cowboy Bebop. There was some other ones that showed up. Samurai <laughs> Show, Samurai I almost said Samurai Showdown. Um, Samurai Champloo stuff like that was also you know popped on there, which is now it's back because of Funimation, blah blah blah. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that cause of effect. I don't understand cause and effect, rather. I don't know, don't know how one thing led to another, and now Kids on the Slope isn't available on Crunchyroll.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's this is a dumb sentence, but I think there's more going on than we like realize. Like it, it's unlikely. Feels, I think yeah. <laughs> I think I know just about everything that's going on anywhere. So I think I. I, I I think this this feels like a merger that should be simple, right? Yeah. Anime website sells licensing rights to other anime websites. So now they should both just have whatever. Yeah. And I think there's just a lot more happening that's just throwing everything for a loop. I mean, all the top posts on like, our Crunchyroll were people having issues with the app, the, people having all these different... And I don't know if that's the norm. Yeah. But like when you're just kind of scrolling through the top posts, it's like... What what's going on? Like, was this merger like straight up, like out of the blue? Not just for us, but for Crunchyroll, they're just like, oh fuck, we own all the Funimation shit. When did yeah. this happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 bizarre. I don't know what's going on there. Crunchyroll announced. I, I think I mentioned this. Like, Crunchyroll announced that. uh, like very shortly after the merger that, that they were going to do away with the thing. Cause like we have premium, right. But like, if you don't have Crunchyroll premium, you were still able to watch a lot of anime, just, you'd have to have deal with ads. Like there'd be commercial breaks, whatever. Mm. Um, they, they said they were doing away with that. Like you have to have a premium subscription much like, you know, Netflix or something like that. You oh. watch anything besides maybe trailers. So, yeah, yeah which yeah. is like a weird thing. It's like we got rid of them, like the number one competition. Now, fuck this thing. Like pay us, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's it's a, it was a weird time for Funimation to sell, too, because it kind of felt like they were starting to get their shit in gear. You know, I know I never gave them any praise. on this podcast. <laughs> but like the, the streaming player was getting a little bit better. It still had issues. Yeah. It was still the worst, but it really felt like they were starting to want to put up some kind of a fight their their catalog was getting a lot better and they are like yeah fuck it (laughs) yeah like
1: funimation had enough like you know stuff exclusive to them that every once in a while i would still have to pop onto funimation to watch something i wanted to watch you know yeah new higurashi came out had to watch it on funimation stuff like that like there there were things to watch on funimation for sure
0: yeah one the funny thing um was too like i got i've i've jumped on funimation like two or three times because like I'll have it and then my credit card will expire and I won't renew. But sure, yeah. uh, like for the dub of my hero academia for Yu Yu Hakusho and then also for uh, <laughs> funnily enough, I jumped on it cause I wanted to watch the original mobile suit Gundam. Oh, like, wow. This is great. I can finally watch it. And I subscribed and everything. And then like learn, learned that basically like at, the same time that I had subscribed, it was on Netflix. Like, Netflix had acquired the Wait, Netflix rights. has Netflix has 0079? Yeah. What? It's been on there for like a year. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And Damn. I was like, oh, fuck. I guess I didn't need Funimation. Well, I'm paying for yeah, it, so I might well. as well watch it on that. Yeah, I guess. And then um, I just had it up until they merged. So. <laughs> One less uh, thing to pay for, I guess. I guess, yeah. yeah.
1: I should I don't just know. set up a Plex server and, like, do away with it. And, like, honestly, yeah. like you were mentioning, like, you know, blu rays uh, Because, like, you know, when I was first, like, getting into anime back in, like, middle and high school, uh, like, getting into it rather than just watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon when it came on TV. Yeah. Um, like, back then, it was, like, really difficult to get, like, a physical copy of, like, you know, like, say, an entire series that you were into. One, because I was watching Shonen shit that was, like, hundreds of episodes instead of 26. And also because, like, you know, it was DVDs back then right? right now you can get like you know i just picked up like samurai Champloo and uh kino's journey the original and the remake or like the continuation uh each of them was like under 20 bucks like, yeah you know got all of them on on blu-ray i just have those right like not to say that that's easy because you know we don't have say tuition fees or things like that to pay for it necessarily you know <laughs> not <But> anymore yeah. <laughs> exactly like you know there's some other people who don't necessarily have the same amount of cash to throw around but like it is getting easier reliance on these streaming services just hasn't really been the move it seems you know
0: yeah it's a, it's an interesting thing that like for a minute there like a lot of people i knew who pirated stuff all the time basically stopped they were like you know because the streaming stuff was so good for a minute right? yeah yeah and then now it's really like, no, no, no we we kind of need more of a reliance on, like, physical media or... Not that I would ever encourage anyone doing illegal stuff, but people who do pirate hold on to physical... Like, have media that could potentially end up not existing in yeah. the future. Like, uh, I don't think it ever happened, but, like, um, what was it? Little Witch Academia, the trigger
1: show it uh, was yeah. on Netflix? That was, that was that one. Was on oh, Netflix.
0: it was on Netflix. That's right. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, if there was some weird licensing thing where like if netflix ever like took it off of netflix that it would be almost impossible to like get the licensing rights like for somewhere else so if it stops being on netflix it like this was just something i was reading i don't know if it was true but like that it would just kind of like stop being available to watch and then it would just kind of become almost like lost media in a way and like I wasn't crazy about that show, but it seems like such a crime because it is like a good show.
1: I I haven't watched the the because they had the they had two like OVA's like just kind of one off you know half an hour long whatever like short films, air mm. quotes. Um, and then they made a whole series out of it. And like, you know, I watched the, the at least the first one. I was like, this is fun. Like, it's mm-hmm. cute. You know, it's, it's didn't blow my mind. Like some of the, some other Trigger stuff. But like, it was good. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, like, so you're saying there wasn't any, like, they didn't say do uh, DVDs or Blu-rays or anything like that.
0: I mean, they might have oh, okay. and all that. Okay. But like, you know, as, as far as like being able to stream it, sure. it would disappear, you know. Um, and I think that's the case for like a lot of digital, like uh, the, the big example, like uh, P.T., that oh Konami yeah. Konami demo that came out, like uh, you can't download it anymore. You know? Like it's yeah. just it's just gone. And it's like despite being a demo, it's like one of the best horror games ever made. Yeah. So yeah. like what what like it yeah, it does incentivize, like, yeah, if you can pirate that stuff, if you can, you know, find a physical version that you can play forever. Great.
1: Yeah, and like, I'm, I'm just gonna kill that thought. It doesn't matter. um <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go into like, you know, the community around piracy and like how kind of interesting it is that like, you know, it's the how people kind of take it onto themselves to like preserve this media and stuff like that. But like, this isn't a pirating podcast. So whatever. If you <laughs> if you know, then you already know. And if you care, you can find it told by someone much smarter than me. Yeah, um,
0: and, and so yeah. by all means, like too, like if you can afford to buy the physical media and you believe in something like this, you know, I think it's worth buying in a lot of ways like yeah. kind of, you know, saying, you know, like yeah, I I want more of this kind of anime because that's where a lot of the money is returned for these, these guys. I don't know how much directly, like if I buy a, D, a Blu-ray of uh, Kids on the Slope off the internet, how much of that is going to the studio I don't know,
1: but... I'm willing to bet that, because I mean it, it certainly is this way in music, like you know you could listen to say like you know you like um any insert band here you like uh the 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 pop punk band all time low you love all time low you could put them on spotify and just like have them playing 24/7 day and night for like weeks months and you'd still not be supporting them nearly as much as if you were to just like buy an album just why know you know yeah. More so for, like, anything, like, you know, smaller, like, independent acts who, like, just sell their own stuff through Bandcamp or something like that. So I can only imagine it's kind of the same thing. Like, buying something that you like is going to do millions of times more than, like, watching it on a streaming service where you pay $7 a month to a company that will pay out, like, a fraction of a cent per stream. Like, you having watched the entirety of any anime series is going to give them, at most, like, a dime. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, especially especially with something like that. Yeah, with yeah. how bad streaming is. I remember, uh, I I did some design work and uh, made friends with this guy on who on YouTube was called More Jax, mm. and he was like a Let's Play channel. Oh, okay. Guy. He he had like in the range of like three thousand, four thousand subscribers. So like he was getting views, yeah. But, you know, not nothing for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he, yeah, he's definitely getting views, and he like he had a Patreon, and like he he would uh, say in the videos, and he told me a couple times like if. Someone like donates like even a dollar to Patreon. It's like watching my videos like a thousand times yeah. or like a oh, hundred totally. times or something like that. Yeah. Like it is, it is such like the, the amount I make off ads at this point is nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. You know? And he was like, yeah, like 3,000, 4,000 subscribers isn't like huge in YouTube, but that also puts you in like the top, like 5% of YouTube channels. Yeah. You know, like most channels don't like 95 percent channels don't even have that many subscribers.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It used to be a much more profitable thing when it was like kind of smaller and like uh, there was like a whole vetting process. Like you had to have like actual humans check out your stuff and see if that was something that they wanted to like put ads on and stuff like that. And like back then, the number I heard bandied around, I have no verification if this is accurate. But back then, the number I heard was five dollars per thousand views, which is like You know, I mean, if you make a couple thousand views, like, per video, that's, like, kind of whatever. But, like, you know, if you got a million views, that's,
0: oh, God, math. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no, no. We are not a math podcast. I said (laughs) it on the last one. We have to stop doing math on this podcast. We have to stop doing math. The thing that I heard, like, and this is, like, five years ago, at least with YouTube, is that, like, a million views. $5,000. There we go. go. Uh, The thing I've heard, and it varies from creator to creator, because everybody gets paid differently. Yeah. But uh, the thing I heard was that a million views roughly equates to making like minimum wage, like working a 40 hour, like making a uh, 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 minimum wage for like a month. So 40 hours so a week. a,
1: a million, million view video per month equals minimum wage. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So if you if you get a million views a month, you're making about minimum wage. That's rough. That's yeah. brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's still the case. I don't know if it's true. Uh, because you're like as a YouTuber, you're not allowed to talk about how much money you make yeah. off AdSense, yeah. which is buck wild.
1: It's it's like that makes sense. Like, you know, it's it's I'm sure a lot of these kind of monetization schemes have that sort of caveat. What surprises me is how very, very infrequently that rule is broken. Yeah, I have almost never heard someone on or off YouTube, you know, be it Twitter or whatever, be like, you know, So even anonymously, like so-and-so made this much off of their YouTube, like, you know, AdSense, whatever, like nobody breaks that. Like I have to believe like YouTube just has Google has people who just show up at your house with a pair of pliers and fucking ruin you. Like if you ever, ever squelch on that kind of thing.
0: Well, and the thing, too, from what I've heard is that. If you lose your like Google AdSense account, like you can never get it back. There's oh. no probation or anything like that. It is if it's gone, it's gone, and okay. you can, and like and if it's tied to your YouTube channel, that means that channel can never make money off ads yeah. ever. Yeah. So, that's wild that yeah yeah
1: i couldn't imagine that and that's why you guys should play raid shadow legends <laughs> yeah, let's,
0: get, let's finally get to our sponsor here we go <laughs> rap snacks <laughs> rap, <laughs> rap Snacks shadow legends
1: Come on, rap snacks hit it. rap snacks shadow legends now yeah. you're talking gotcha game but it's Rap snacks rappers we oh. got Cardi B we got Migos each individual one you can't just roll all 3 Migos in one you got to yeah. get you got to get Takeoff and Offset and Quavo and then they combine into Migos Well done thank you yeah. thank you
0: Yeah and <laughs> you can oh okay hold on and in the game you can you can power them up by combining them with different flavors oh. right so you don't just have Cardi B you have like you know Cardi B and like cheddar barbecue yeah. flavor you know Cardi B uh, you know uh ranch flavor or whatever you know it's it's about how you pair them with their flavor cuz they got
1: that cuz they got in in most gotcha games you have like different um Le- power levels of these yeah. characters and stuff. So it's like, Oh, if I emblem, you know, I got a, a three star Marth. Well, this is a five star Marth. So it's yeah. like, same thing. Oh, I just got the, I got the sour cream and onion, uh, fucking, uh, Lil yachty. And then you get, the, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get like, yeah, the, the Memphis spicy barbecue Lil yachty. And that's like, he's not from Memphis. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Um, Atlanta, I think, I don't know what mm. kind of food comes from Atlanta anyway. Um, yeah. I think we're onto something here. I think we're Wrap onto snacks. Come yeah. on. How many yeah. times do I have to email you guys?
0: <laughs> I know. Come on. Fucking, I, I found some wrap snacks at like a, a convenience store oh, that's right. a while yeah. back. And I, I, yeah, I messaged you. They were like a uh, little baby cheddar or something chips. You know, your typical wrap snack fare. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. And I was like, wow, okay, wrap snacks are back. And then like I was eating them I'm like, I don't think these are new. <laughs> like, I think oh, these were these they like been, stale? Uh, I think I think they could have been. Oh, yeah, a little man. bit. Um, Just like little were, baby. Were, Boom, got oh. him. Fucking yeah.
1: I don't, I don't know anything. I've, I've never listened to Lil Baby before. Yeah. If a Lil Baby fan hears this, I hope you're not too upset. I don't. I didn't mean it.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine somebody being that upset about Lil Baby. I
1: don't know. Uh,
0: look, on Twitter,
1: sometimes somebody says something like really kind of like whatever about like, I really like the new Cardi B song. And then you like look in the comments and it's everybody just screaming at each other. No, is better. No, Nicki Minaj is better. No, Rhapsody's better. Like all these just <laughs> constantly just screaming at each other. These people want to kill each other over this shit. Like it gets serious you say the wrong yeah. thing about the wrong rapper someone will get your ip address and show up <laughs> at your house
0: it's yeah just... you know it, it almost makes me want to just jump back on twitter more regularly. i think so oh, yeah boy. that's that's
1: the move i think what we've learned from all this uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so I, that we can post our hot takes about will smith getting banned from the oscars <laughs> for 10 years <laughs> is that really the thing that's uh oh he did that is that is that is fact but i just i needed to fulfill the rule of threes there there you
0: go well now it's funny yeah there we go yeah (laughs) it wasn't
1: before yeah
0: yeah. fuck man so i've been reading manga yeah have you have you still been on the manga train lately
1: not much recently no i heard um uh uh uh, um chainsaw man guy who the guy who wrote that um,
0: oh i should know is
1: she what no He's. starts, mm. so I feel like I'm it starts with it. an I. Anyway, uh, he put up a couple, uh, 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 like shorts. Like there's like some, you know, like, I oh, don't know, yeah, yeah. like couple chapter runs, like, you know, start to finish kind of thing that, that just went up on the Shonen Jump app, app really recently. Oh, nice. So, I haven't checked this out, but I'm no, I mean, looking neither. forward to
0: it. Yeah, I, I mean, uh Shonen Jump, just fucking, you can notify me about that. You don't have to keep telling me about One Punch Man for some reason. Like, I don't need those notifications every day. Is the One Punch Man manga still going? I guess. I don't know. I get notifications all the time about it.
1: I feel like that anime is, like, I don't know how you bring that anime back after, like, just how much the second season apparently tanked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't the case that, like... Somebody did it, and then Mappa did the second season. I thought Mappa did the first, and somebody else did the second season. I think Mappa was the. uh, I don't know because I I liked the first season. No, the first season was great,
1: and people loved the first season. But then, like the second one came out, and like I saw some bits, like you know, it wasn't quite. People were calling it like a PowerPoint, you know, like it's just really, really not interesting animation at all. Um, It wasn't as bad as people were saying. It definitely wasn't good either. Um, It was very like take your kind of bog standard like you know middle of the pack action anime and then dumb it down like just a notch and a half maybe you mm-hmm. know like i'd rather watch fairy tale you know and yeah. fairy tale is is the most okayest anime out there i think
0: <laughs> well and it's like uh you're you're really spoiled for choice when it comes to like shonen anime too true well. yeah um like i watched more of sabakui bisco oh yeah and i'm on like episode 10 or 11 or so uh Tim had said like hey you should keep going but like i'm like "Uh, should i keep going or should i just watch something different like it kind of like stopped being that good and it's like it's not like there's not more action shonen type stuff like there's still a couple trigger shows i haven't seen so i might as well go down that route just just absolutely spoiled
1: (laughs) yeah yeah there's a there's a whole bunch of shonen anime out there and like a lot of good stuff going on right now yeah
0: yeah so yeah so i guess with like one Punch Man, like, yeah, how do you bring that back? Because if it's not good, you're just buried.
1: You yeah. Know? So, like, you know, if you had, if you were going to make a comeback, like, you lost everybody who got into it from the anime, except the people who got so into it that they moved on to the manga after the anime stopped being good. And, like, God, I don't remember the last thing I did that for so
0: (laughs) well and it's it's funny with uh the one punch man manga because that was the first time i've like watched a show and then read the manga like pretty quickly afterwards sure sure and it's it was like oh this is great because it's basically the same thing like these are almost like the storyboards for the show yeah so it's like well if the show's not good the manga is probably still good though (laughs) yeah
1: yeah especially if like you know the show's kind of like missing that sort of kineticism uh, that that you get from from animating something, right? Like, yeah. if if you're just going to be looking at the keyframes, I mean, you might as well just look at them the way that the artist intended to. No, I mean, I, I guess with One Punch Man, it's, like, kind of obfusc- obfuscated because, like, one, yeah. the guy,
0: you know. Yeah, 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 because yeah. the whole thing with that was, like, he drew it as, like, a webcomic, and it didn't look great because he wasn't much of an artist at yeah. that time. But the pr- premise was so good that another artist reached out to him or something. Something maybe. like that, yeah. 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 yeah, and that's where it kind of... Took off.
1: Yeah, like as an actual, like, just honest to God, like, action series, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, 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 speaking of One Punch Man, I'm genuinely surprised that it has gone on as long as it has. Mm. Because, like, so I liked the first season a lot. But by the end of it, I was like, okay, and the joke is over. Like, he can beat anybody in one punch. That was kind of my thing, too. You found all the ways to make that funny. The final battle was exactly kind of what I expected. Okay. Yeah. And and I, I say this as like the the bargain day joke is the hardest I've ever laughed at an anime.
1: That was fantastic. It was yeah. so good. But that's it, like episode three or something. Yeah,
0: and we got like nine more. So yeah, and they were fine. They're I just, fine. I'm not that interested in that that world because it's kind of a parody of anime world. So it can only be it's I can only be so invested in it. If yeah. you like it, whatever. But it's it's always gonna be. Uh, like a mirror of something else
1: there was there was a lot like you know there was a lot that i could see other people getting attached to like you know people really liked genos and people really liked the sort of like underdog story of uh moomen rider and there yeah. were some people real fucking horny for that green hair lady um, green hair like child she's very small <laughs> she's, she's very small yeah <laughs> um yeah, like, I, I hesitate to bandy the word "wooly" around, because, like, I understand there's a difference between a petite woman and a child, but, like, yeah. also, we're telling that line a little bit. Mm,
0: um, especially with anime, too, because it's so hard to tell what someone's age in an anime is. Totally, if yeah. They, if they don't have, like, overtly, like, adult characteristics. Yeah. Like, in that show, Ko, koikiki or whatever koi kimo yeah. koi kimo yeah yeah where a, a very clearly adult man is interested in a very clearly high school girl and there's like we'll very clear yeah very
1: clear signifiers right he yes. goes to work at an office and he wears a suit and he speaks english with his international business partners yes. and she goes to a high school and you know that because she wears a high school uniform and she carries a lunchbox and, and she, she sits at a desk and she sits at a desk at a yeah. high school mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah very clear like and there's some others like um have you seen anything, or have you heard, seen or heard of Violet Evergarden on Netflix? I
0: heard of it, never seen it.
1: Um, do you know the premise? Not at all. Okay, the main character is named Violet. I think, I think her name is Violet Evergarden. She wakes up. <laughs> <That's> easy. <laughs> yeah. She wakes up. Uh, she's in the military. One day she wakes up in a hospital bed. Her arms are missing. The war is over. She like you know was gravely injured, but they won the war, and now she had, like the whole thing is like she has to like go back to a regular job after, or to like regular life after so much of her time has been spent embroiled in conflict. Mm. And so she gets a job at the she gets like a full metal alchemist, auto mail like arms okay. replacements. And she gets a job at a post office. And this is very nice thing about like someone who's like kind of only known or, um, like getting to live a normal life. Mm. Guess but, how old she is.
0: 14. Yes, actually exactly <laughs> 14. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and because I was gonna say, it's so weird in anime because, like, I, I, like I don't know shit about green hair girl, other because she only really shows up in like the last few episodes of the first season of One Punch Man. I but like a character being a superhero is not an indicator of age at all in anime totally you know like you saving the world you could be anywhere from like two to like <laughs> 80
1: yeah you can be an elementary schooler and save the world in anime like look, yes. look at beyblade probably <laughs> pro-
0: pro- if beyblades haven't saved the world like what was the point of the show honestly yeah
1: they <laughs> fucked up if those kids are not saving the world
0: okay not to go on a side tangent because we're on a good topic they're making a li- they're they're a live action beyblade movie is in the world no fucking way it doesn't mean it It'll come out, but God, I hope so.
1: I sure is, is this like like Are you talking about like uh like a like a Death Note live action or like?
0: Is it's it, it is it's Japanese? In, it's, is Hollywood? It's, like it's, what's... it's in pre production, but I don't think Netflix is involved at this point. Okay, so could be anything. <laughs> i, I the next sonic. <laughs> anyway, so we were talking about uh age and animals. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so like yeah, you kind of rely on those signifiers, right? Like if somebody has a school uniform and wears a backpack and, you know, you see them in a school, it's kind of difficult to divorce the idea from your head that like no, that is a that is a child, that's a teenager. Violet Evergarden, she was a soldier, like not even like <laughs> oh snuck into like, you know, because she or whatever, like she was a soldier and yeah. wakes up and she's like I need to go to war because that's what i do and they're like hey you need to get a job because the war is over and then we come to find out she's 14 nothing was in i found that out on wikipedia you know <laughs> like, i was like no they must have gotten that must be 24 no she's, she's 14 years old who would have known yeah right
0: yeah it is such a like no one is beyond the age of like 30 in anime it's like these are my parents who've been around who've owned this house for 80 years yeah they're each 30 somehow yeah uh, it is it is such a bizarre thing that like like anime is at the end of the day, like made for like teenagers in Japan. So they're always going to be an age that is the demographic that they're trying to hit. Yeah, um, that's just the mentality. I from what I understand, that's why Ash Ketchum will forever be 10 years old. <laughs> it's not some kind of weird meta conspiracy. It's just because 10 year olds like Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Um so it's, it's always going to be the case, but it is so bizarre in trying to tell adults. Like, imagine if it was like Spike Spiegel is 15 years old, Faye, Faye is 16, and Jet, the old man, he's 19. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, 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 that sounds absurd, but if I jumped on the Wikipedia and read that right now, I'd be like, I wouldn't be that like surprised.
1: I did look that up. Spike is Spike is like twenty eight, and I think Jet is like thirty six or something like that. The, the ages that you would I expect
0: is. them to be. I would expect
1: Jet to be a little. I would have expected Jet mid forties, but what did you say? Thirty uh, nine. He's like he's like thirty six. I think thirty six. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe younger. He might be like thirty two.
0: Oh, you know what's um, fucking weird? We're uh, almost Jet age.
1: Yeah. We're no, that like, was the crazy thing. It's yeah, like, it wasn't Jet like, kind of got me, but, like, what really got me was I looked up the age of Sid from Final Fantasy VII, who is, like, very much character... Mm. He's, like, the blonde guy with the spear. He's very much characterized as, like, the old man of the group. He's, like, in his... He's, like, in his early to mid-30s. for Like, yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, like, when we looked up, like, Orin you know, like, ages <laughs> yeah, ago. We talked exactly. about it on the podcast. Yeah. He's, like, somewhere between, like, 28 and 34. Yeah. You know? And he's, like, he's the old, wh- grizzled, veteran character. It made like-
1: you think, like... And that... That I had problems with because I was like, okay, Oren was a contemporary of of Jack father. Titus is at least like eighteen or something like that, and so like Jacked would have had to be like twelve when he had Titus for <laughs> no. this to match up
0: i I mean it's not necessary, not necessarily that Jacked and Oren were the same age, you know, but yeah, but Oren wasn't that much younger than Jack died no, I couldn't I couldn't imagine yeah I mean. Yeah, that's fucking... (laughs) I mean, that's just fucking anime, you know? It's like you want everybody to be a young character for the most part i guess yeah i mean there's there there
1: are a lot of like anime that like do not follow those tropes right like there's plenty of anime like about adults it's kind of like a a common like conversation topic i see on twitter and stuff like that is people going why isn't there anime for adults and then people are like yeah i mean there are it's just you're not going to find it in fucking my hero academia you gotta look a little further you know
0: well and and we watched the most adult uh, no that's the wrong term we watched the most <laughs> show about adults we watched space brothers and both of us were like eh. like that's, we came away from that show being like nah show me the teenagers trying to like fight to the death to save the world that's you a know? good point
1: yeah okay space brothers in particular like, because there's i mean there's other anime that like you know stars adults that like i'm very into like you know i really loved like shigeru death frenzy and like um uh arakawa under the bridge is really nice like there's some other ones that are like really great but like you know Have you heard of either of those? No, exactly, Exactly. right? Like they are not the 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 main thing that people look for, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm curious. I mean, maybe maybe these guys who know over in Japan who know their demographics are like, no, teenagers only want shows about teenagers, and maybe that's just the case over there. I don't know.
1: It's it's a little hard to believe because, like, you know. Yeah,
0: I agree. I I don't agree with the words that came out (laughs) of my mouth. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like it, it, industries, like kind of just go for what is the most, uh, like proven to be successful, That's not a, yeah. necessarily what could be the most successful. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like risk taking is is you know will often lose you money. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Not even as Which, a gripe against capitalism, kind of thing, but also, I mean, hey, if yeah. the boot fits.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it is funny because it's like you know I think a lot of people point out to the the big risk takers that had such a big importance like cowboy bebop like evangelion and stuff like that um it's just like you know it's great that they they shows should take more risks you know because and what we're not talking about are the 900 shows that were inspired by cowboy bebop and evangelion that did not go anywhere because you know yeah they took risks or whatever but they didn't grab an audience yeah like it sucks but at the end of the day like most people just watch, you know, Naruto, yeah, Boruto, My Hero Academia. Like, you're always going to be competing with those things. And you might not. And, like, it, really, Evangelion and Cowboy Bebop came out at the right time and got lucky.
1: Yeah, totally. You know? yeah.
0: Like, you need both of those to have something like that work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine something like Evangelion, like just the, the, the production value. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. it's hard for me to imagine something like Evangelion or, or Cowboy Bebop coming out and being like niche in any time. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. That that like Evangelion was like struggling to even like keep its time spot. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's a show that like everybody, if you put it on your top 10 list, I, you have to be a real fucking like hipster weeb to be like, oh, you like Evangelion? Wow. What an uncultured, you know, like, it's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah, one of the one of the all-time classic greats and yeah yeah like it's so weird to think that like yeah it could like it I mean it ran out of money at a point you know like like that's one of the the greatest shows ever made and like <laughs> the last two episodes are just almost like storyboards the the
1: reason I've heard for that actually wasn't that it ran out of but like money it was that the episode the episodes involved a st- story about a doomsday cult yes. which very like ended up a little too close to the sarin gas attacks
0: yes yeah which, but like that they couldn't be like oh just give us more money so we can make the other episodes
1: that's a good know? point yeah they could have um, like just delayed and, the episodes and, and yeah. maybe
0: that was like a timing thing but i mean if attack on titan can just delay seasons forever you know ah, like, evangelion yeah. can't you well, know they just you know they it's don't make time. them like they used to Harder, you know? yeah yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. And you get, and you, I mean, in a way, you do get something kind of special. Yeah. I used to not like the storyboard last couple episodes of Evangelion. I like them quite a bit, actually. Yeah. yeah, I've really come around on yeah. them more recently. Yeah.
1: I mean, when I when I was first watching it at, at, at age, like, I don't know, 16, 17 or something like that, like, I saw those two episodes. I was like, huh, well, let's watch a movie, I guess. Like, you know, I just kind of yeah. moved on, You know, I wasn't, I was definitely wasn't in, like, death threat mode over it, you know, but I was just like, that was, yeah. was kind of weird, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Because, well, the thing, too, is, like, Ultimately, my beef with it was that it was all building up to something crazy, and then those last couple episodes are very personal, sort of episodes. Yeah, and and not at all subtle in the topics that they're trying. Like I always felt like uh, what I like about Evangelion is that it deals with like things like growing up and being a teenager and dealing with like depression and anxiety. Yeah. and wanting to live up to things. It dealt with it in a very like. Kind I don't want to say, like, subtle, but, like, in a very, you know, it wasn't just saying everything. And those last couple of episodes are like, we're saying it is Shinji, everything.
1: Shinji literally looks at the camera and says, like, this is why I've decided I should, we have more self-worth or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know. He he says like I, I I am I am worth existing because I exist or something and everybody claps and you know get shows over
0: yeah, yeah and in a way it's silly but in another way it's like well he did he does find a way to kind of affirm his own existence
1: yeah like we wanted to drive that point home and like we got there it was interesting though that the end of Evangelion went in the completely opposite direction like yeah. Shinji fucking sucks in that sh- in that movie well
0: th- what I like about that movie is that it 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 answers that part for me. That was like, I wanted to know where all this angel, giant robot, climax stuff was going in the show. Yeah. And the show just drops that. Just, yeah. Just like, you think it's all like, now it's time to fight the ultimate angel, you know, or some shit like that. And the show just drops it. Yeah. To talk about Shinji. And the movie kind of gave me that, you know, okay, time to go deal with all this angel shit.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, there was so much there was so much about like this is just becoming the evangelion episode but <laughs> fuck it what, what we have to talk about anime wise is questionable at best oh boy <laughs> um but there's so many parts like you know the 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 famous i'm so fucked up scene yes. like there's the part where like asuka and misato kind of take him to task for like expecting them to be like you know feeling great shaded to, towards him for piloting the eva up till the very end where he like wants to strangle asuka and can't do it like ever like or or the part where he's refusing to get in the mech and Misato is like hey i'll fuck you if you do it and he's like okay and then she, you know realizing that she's about to die she's not actually going to but um yeah. all that stuff like so much of it kind of seems to go out of its way to be like this kid fucking sucks dude like yeah and you know uh, obviously he's got a lot going on there's a lot going on in the world in general at that point but it was interesting like how there was that much focus there
0: well,
1: in contrast to episodes 25 and 26 which is all about affirming Shinji's existence.
0: The thing with Evangelion 2 is like it's it's such a it's it's such an interesting anime because not only is the anime and the movie itself like re, you know really well made and everything yeah. but like when you start looking into the director Hideaki Anno mm-hmm. and like his life and how closely like his where he is in his life and what is happening in Evangelion are so closely tied, uh. like, it, like you know, there's like the auteur theory that's kind of bullshit in my in my opinion. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know, you know enough about it. Well, it's it's like that the director is like the the main source of how a movie's made. Is that know? what auteur theory means? Basically, like I like should know it, this. It, my understanding of it is like a hitchcock movie is a hitchcock movie all those other people don't really matter as much as hitchcock
1: right because he's the one calling the shots and telling them what to do and if right. they turn in something that he doesn't want then he can kick it back to them and say do it this way
0: exactly yeah Yeah. yeah. but like movies are made but and anime is made by like you know dozens if not a hundred people totally. or so you yeah, know, yeah depending on what's being made absolutely and but i i really do feel like like Hideaki Anno is like so closely tied with what is happening in that show sure
1: i don't know enough about his his personal life i know he voiced that guy in that miyazaki movie that's about it yeah (laughs)
0: he's he's a really interesting very you know he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot he's almost like shinji in a lot of ways like he doesn't you know he's not out there like talking about all these things directly at least not at the time when it was being released right but uh you know, you kind of like, I've, I've read some interviews. I've watched some videos where people have talked about like his life and like what he was going through, just making Evangelion. It's like, all right, yeah, that tracks. Huh. Like he was, he was like on the, he was having like a nervous breakdown at those last couple episodes. Wow. It's like, I mean, oh yeah. yeah, those last couple episodes are weird. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Okay. Sure. That makes sense. So, 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 so you're, you think that ano like sees himself as Shinji, like in, in say uh, episodes 24, 25, 26 and EOE.
0: Uh, I think I not that he sees, I, or maybe I think, it's
1: not I, so easily cut and dry. Well, I no, like, no, no. You know, I, I think this, when it right. comes to
0: the show, to a certain extent, yeah. Okay. Like, I think he's really not that not that Shinji's like a self-insert character, but that Ono is is kind of channeling a lot of the emotions and issues that he's dealing with in his life. Like he, uh, my understanding is, he felt very like isolated and very depressed while making that show. Sure. And so those are the same things that Shinji kind of goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: like, everybody, like, regardless of how abstract that is, everybody kind of draws on their own real life experiences to make the things that they make. Or, like, you know, yeah. in order to write a feeling, you have to have experience to that feeling in the past, right?
0: Yeah. And so when episodes 25 and 26 come out, everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, why did you do that? What the fuck happened? And to him, my at least this is my understanding, to him, it sounded like what he put out there it was like obvious and the fact that like he put himself out there so uh, like overtly and everybody's like what do you mean what are you talking (laughs) about it's like it reaffirms that kind of isolation and that like i can't connect with people right and so then it's time to go make that movie and then it's time to make AOE. yeah Mm -hmm. and so i think there's and but and again it's where he's at mentally right you know dealing with these characters and these shows is that that's really his relationship with it it's yeah like, if people don't get shinji like i fuck you guys yeah, like, fuck him, you, yeah you like you like shinji but you know like fuck you i'm gonna make him terrible yeah i i don't know if he said that or felt sure that way but that's kind of the vibe i get. yeah
1: because i think i think it's i think it's pretty like uh Uh, a pretty limp wristed analysis to be like, you know, Anno made Shinji terrible in end of Evangelion because he was like, fuck Otakus and anime Mm. sucks actually, or whatever. Like, I I think, you know, regardless of like how you feel about Evangelion or anything else that Anno has made, I think it's pretty obvious that he's passionate about his craft, right? Like, yes. Just to say anime sucks, like, you know, point blank period is a really, really simplified look at it. Reductive.
0: Yeah. I Yeah. I, I would say so too, especially, um, there's there's a manga written by his wife, uh, I can't Miyako Ano. I can't remember her first name. She she's didn't been, occur she, to me that he was married to uh, someone who also made manga. Huh. Yeah, and they they seem really cute. And her her mangas are from uh, the couple I've read are really good. But there's one. Oh, I'll I'll edit in what the name of it is because it's really good. But it's basically it's a really cute manga about their life together. Oh, wait, I've heard of this.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Um, And it's, it's a really, it's a really cute thing, but it gives you a good, it's they, I, my understanding is they got married after uh, Evangelion had come out and all that. And so it's, yeah, it's it's his life. And I, I cannot believe that that guy would be like, fuck Otaku's or (laughs) whatever, because he's like, he's just so in love with Otaku stuff all the time. Like she talks about all the time that he's doing like common writer poses and Ultraman poses yeah, and is so excited about all these really niche things. It's like the man's otaku through and through, like maybe he's mad at how the audience reacts to, to his very emotional work that he felt very personal about, but to be like, Oh fuck otakus or fuck anime or whatever. Like that, I don't, I can't imagine that man ever having that bone in his body.
1: Totally. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's such a difference between like, you know, the, the, the stuff Like, you know, the the source material, right? Like anime, manga, gunplay, anything like that. Mm -hmm. And the communities that form around them, right? Yeah. Like, this is no surprise to anybody who's met me for even a moment. I love Sonic. I don't socialize with Sonic fans very much. And like, not to say every, every single Sonic fan is bad, but like, I've seen some conversations on the internet that make my skin crawl. I don't want any part of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I can be like, yeah, Sonic fan community has got to chill the fuck out and like, not be like, fuck Sonic. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's such a, that would be such a, a childish and stupid way to look at like really anything like it's. It seems silly to assume that of Hideaki Anno or Hayao Miyazaki or anybody else. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. like obviously all that stuff, they wouldn't be making anime and they wouldn't be caring about all these things if they didn't have some kind of love for that craft. Yeah. You know. And like yeah, Ano went on to do like live action stuff. But he, my understanding is he still did like animation gigs on the side throughout. Like maybe not as a director, but like he would do, like he did uh, keyframe animation for uh, Miyazaki films. That's how he got to start. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know I, he went on to I, it, well, and he you know he directed um, uh, the first episode, or he did the movie of um, uh, Cutie Honey. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. That yeah. was him. Yeah.
0: So you know he's got a love for all that old anime tokusatsu insanity yeah
1: and even like you know the stuff that like you know he directed uh sheen godzilla 2016 uh, like, yeah which was sick and yeah, also like my you favorite know,
0: godzilla movie yeah
1: same and like you know also like you know not to say it's just anime but like you know to say that it doesn't share some dna with like a lot of like anime and tokusatsu stuff would be like disingenuous i think yeah. you know
0: yeah no i i'm I, I love a lot of that stuff yeah a, a lot of the stuff that that guy's made totally in, like Oh God, I love Shin Godzilla. That's, we're gonna go on a, We're never gonna talk about the anime if we start talking about yep. Shin Godzilla and all that. But,
1: that's a good point. Um, he was, and he was the he was the voice actor for the main character in the The Wind Rises, the the Miyazaki. Oh yeah, that's him. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I watched we watched. Um, the kingdom of dreams and madness or madness and dreams or something. It's a, it's a, it's a studio Ghibli documentary and it kind of follows like Haya Miyazaki and studio Ghibli as a whole, like kind of through the production of the wind rises, which was oh. the last movie before he air quotes retired, retired. He has since unretired or retired
0: least... for like the eighth time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause like, I think at the very beginning of the movie, he's like, he is retired, but he's still coming into the office every single day. Yeah. And like, I think at some point he was just like, yeah, I'm not retired. So I'm going to yeah. direct this movie. And then, yeah. yeah. And there's like a whole, there's a whole scene where like you know they're they're are, like having a meeting and they're like okay who voices this main character and like they're throwing out names and somebody goes like what about what about Anno? and he's like ano no nah, that's a terrible idea well wait <laughs> do, do you think we should do, tell me if we shouldn't okay let's do it and then they and then yeah. they pull in ano it's the next shot it's just him in the recording booth yeah that's great and he was great at it i thought oh, he yeah. was a fantastic voice actor
0: yeah yeah well i i, I I would imagine again based on that uh, that manga by his wife, like he seems like a guy who would like if you told him he was going to be a voice actor, he'd be like, I'm ready. I've been practicing like a common writer line, like (laughs) pretending to be all these different anime characters. Like I'm ready for this moment.
1: And then they make him voice like a, just kind of an engineer guy. He he designs planes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which, which in another way is, is really good for, for him too, because he's also like, uh, he's like loves trains and he loves like the kind of mechanical engineering and stuff like that. Yeah. totally. giant robots and all that. So not that far off. Sure. Yeah. So, um god that's great okay yeah that's that's really good yeah
1: yeah interesting movie
0: <laughs> well do you want to do you want to talk about studio ghibli or do you want to talk about these fucking animes how many how deep are we into this fucking podcast
1: uh we are approaching an hour
0: all right i had some some thoughts on ghibli but maybe we should talk about, we'd save it for another day i mean i don't give a shit you can just, i mean if <laughs> you need to move listen, on we listen, can move on listen, listen, like. let's let's start talking about the anime Nonsense that we just went through. Okay. If we go off on tangents, we go off on tangents. This is the disaster episode, everyone.
1: <laughs> In uh, every this, this is
0: the Izakai Apocalypse that we just went through. Um so let's let's okay. So a recap of our day real quick. So we were going to watch Kids on the Slope. Yep. It's not on Crunchyroll as of a week of re- ago, as of recording. Yep. Um so we were like, well, we can ha- sign up for high dive. Which is the streaming app that has it, or we can just do something different. And so the first thing I thought was, well, let's jump on Retro Crush. That'll be Retro Crush is kind of a fun thing. Let's jump on there. And we picked uh, a show called Ambassador Magma. Yeah. Because the name, listen, I picked Eat Man based on the name. Let's watch <laughs> Ambassador and Magma.
1: Yeah, because Eat Man works out so well. For
0: was, us. I was like, yeah, sure. I was kind of in the mood for like some trash after yeah. not getting what I wanted. <laughs> sure. So. We started watching it, and this isn't on Retro Crush. I'm like 99% positive this was not an issue with their app. This is the fucking TV that we have, <laughs> and the way the Chromecast interacts with it. Um, the aspect ratio of the TV is not like true HD, it's not 16 by 9. It's like something really close, but not quite that. Yeah. Long. So <laughs> we start watching it. And the subtitles are cut off on the bottom. Yep. Like, you can, you like the, if you have a sentence, you can only see the top of the words. So that's Got Us Again. Got us again. Got us again. Fucking, oh, oh, <laughs> <Retro> <laughs> yeah, banger of a, a theme song for Ambassador Oh America. yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded very it was like we're about to watch a Mega Man.
1: Yeah. Kind of, it know? was very like, yeah, Mega Man X four type, like, you know, the 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 PlayStation Mega Man X games for sure.
0: Yeah, like I I kind of I mean this was it felt more like a like a seventies, early eighties kind of anime, but like Hey, is this is this gonna be kind of like that Mega Man show from yeah. when we were kids? Hey, maybe that'll. <laughs> You're be talking cool. about like the Super Fighting Robot one, yeah. Nah. Fighting Robot, da, na, na, na.
1: yeah. My brother yeah. and I would get up at like four a.m. to watch that oh, school dude, days. Yeah, yeah. I that, love... and the Donkey Kong Country TV show.
0: That was a weird. That, that was. Weird. A, I had a lot of musical numbers, like multiple music numbers Never, per yeah, episode. I, I remember when that show was coming out; like it was like. Some There was some reason that my family was around. I was like, I want to watch this. Show. I don't know why. There was a brief moment in my life where I was obsessed with Donkey Kong. And so my whole, I brought my whole family around, basically, and forced them to watch <laughs> the, first, the first few episodes of Donkey Kong, whatever they were airing that day. And um, looking back on it, I don't think anyone enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Every, I, I loved uh, just the insane fucking mocap that they had them do. Because like, was that I, mocap? I think so. That I, was explained a lot. Yeah, because like, because because they're talking and the the they're just kind of jumping around and like scratching their armpits and doing like you know oh, very yeah. kind of archetypical like this is what a monkey would do i guess you know yeah. i'm an actor in a mocap suit type of thing while they're talking about the crystal coconut or whatever
0: yeah cuz it's from that really like dark age of like early to late 90s early 2000s animated shows like, so like, yeah, CG animated CG shows. CG animated yeah. shows where it's like, uh, you know, you just have these incredible looking shows like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. And then you have fucking, like, Reboot. And, <laughs> uh, Cubics
1: Robots for Everyone. Oh, and, dude. Uh, Butt Ugly Martians. and
0: yeah. Just, yeah. A lot of just... Don't be 3D. Don't.
1: I wonder. Like I don't. I don't know enough to say this for sure. Like I wonder if it was like a cost thing. Like is is it cheaper to animate like a lot of episodes with CG? Something. You know.
0: I I think there was a combination of it being cheap, potentially cheaper. But I don't know about that one. I think there's also that like this is the cutting edge. You know. That's what I I wonder. Yeah. I know there's a big reboot community out there that really really like the show and would be mad uh, uh, saying that the show looks like ass
1: uh, okay that's one fan base i don't really care about you. <laughs> fuck you, yeah, fuck you if yeah. you're if you're an angry reboot fan right now eat shit what are you gonna do
0: <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do like you're a reboot fan rethink <laughs> yeah. your life yeah <laughs> um but it's it, but like people do do have a, lot, a big fondness for that show because that was like kind of one of the first animated cg animated shows yeah. that was on like tv yeah and, uh, Still looks like ass. Oh, yeah. It absolutely. looks like ass. They yeah. fight megabytes or whatever. I don't give a shit.
1: There's, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, you know, that sort of uh, turn of the millennium CG stuff that, like, I've kind of grown a fondness for over time. Like, you know, looking back at stuff like Cubics, I'm like, ah man, that sure was a time, wasn't I it?
0: Think, I don't think Cubics looked... I haven't seen it in a while. I don't think I don't remember Cubic looking that terrible.
1: No, yeah, same. And like, but like even stuff like the the the, the Donkey Kong Country show. God, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know what? There was a time and a place. You know what I mean? It's just they were still figuring it out. Reboot looks like ass. That yeah. show looked terrible then, and it looks terrible now. Horrible.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, and I think there's like a, a spectacle around the Donkey Kong show. Yeah, because it's such a poor idea of like well let's cg animate donkey kong for some reason let's also uh have them sing constantly like what kid was like i want a donkey kong show and you know what i love about donkey kong was when they sing i love the donkey kong rap from nintendo 64 so that's that's, let's bring in melodramatic singing yeah it was fantastic. I yeah, loved it. I, 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 hey, listen, I'm not going to disagree. It's it, it quite the spectacle. There was a, uh, uh,
1: I guess a certain musicality to it in the sense that, like, you know, not only, like, I think Donkey Kong has, like, always been kind of known for its music because David Wise is a fucking genius composer. Um, but
0: also, like, oh, oh.
1: The, the the I, actual the the, the I, games yeah.
0: yeah yeah i was about to say like why the fuck do you know who made the music for the show oh man i wish i wish that was something <laughs> i had to, that i could just like pull out i'm honestly a little surprised but
1: i'm a little surprised that's something i should know
0: no, no, no i think about it, i'm relieved
1: <laughs> i'm going to find that out i'm going to i'm going to do a deep dive I, on yeah, whoever I, made I those know. yeah um but no like you know donkey kong has like always been like you know one of the more music focused yeah you had like donkey kong guy, you have like even in like donkey kong Two, uh like diddy and uh, diddy had his guitar and dixie had her no wait no dixie had the guitar diddy would like rap in his like little monkey voice mm. um and stuff like that so like i could see the connection but yeah them having weird like musical numbers like m- again multiple in episode a lot of the time very very bizarre
0: well and in a genre of music that like kids usually weren't into like these weren't like rock songs these weren't like anything like that like they were a lot of times like the ones that i at least are coming to mind right now are like ballad kind of yeah like donkey kong singing to trixie kong or whatever yeah he's like oh i love you like a banana and it's, it's like what it's candy, is this it's song? candy
1: kong candy kong was his love interest it was, it was, no, you, it was, the, there's a the, trixie kong you know who you know what, dixie I, kong
0: you know what I, let's let's throw in another fan base i don't give a <laughs> shit about
1: we will end you soon <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Okay, well, fuck. (laughs) Well, let's not talk about Studio Ghibli, but let's immediately get into a conversation about the Donkey Kong Country animated series. Yeah, the real studio. (laughs) Yeah, the Legend of the Crystal Coconut. Let's talk about (laughs) that. Hey, Banana Slamma, everybody. Here we are.
0: (laughs) So, okay, so we couldn't watch Ambassador Magma. Um, So I got it in my head that, okay, we'll jump on Crunchyroll. I was kind of looking at a couple shows. There were a couple ideas that came to mind, but then I was like, fuck it we're spending too much time like we only have so much time today even though we're going to record four hours or (laughs) something um like let's bakri i'm just gonna i'm gonna go to all on the scroll page and i'm just gonna keep going and you say when and we ended up on a show called uh uh koi koi kimo
1: koi kimo yeah it's an abbreviation of a much longer japanese sentence that i don't remember
0: yeah let me uh I, okay, I'm not going to look it up because I don't respect the show enough. But the longer name is something along the lines of like. Um, it's
1: disgusting to call this love. It's or disgusting. Like yeah, that.
0: it's like disgusting to call this love. Yeah. And we're like, but this show looks cute. What is it? Oh, fuck. Dude, do you want to talk about it or me?
1: Sure. So there's a main character. I don't remember any. No, actually, I do remember the, the girl's name is Ichika. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, well done. It's only because uh, there's a guy on YouTube that plays guitar named Ichika Nito. So I was just like, oh, she's like the guitar guy. Um yeah, he's, he does, like, real good, <laughs> you, like, math.
0: You had more of a connection to this show than I will ever. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's about as far
1: as I go, but I got that. Uh, so there's, uh, I'm going to call him Blonde Man. Um, no, I'm going to call him uh, uh, Creepy Dude. Yeah. So Creepy Dude, he's a, he's a...
0: Escalated so quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean... He, he was a creepy dude he was a creepy well i mean the show did oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely so so a creepy dude we see him he's woken up from a one-night stand with some lady he doesn't care about and it makes it very obvious he doesn't care she smoked all his cigarettes god damn it and then so later on he we see that he's like he's working for some fancy business he's speaking english with his international business partners blah 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 he's in the train station and he uh gets bumped by a guy and almost falls down the stairs and right before he's about to tip over Uh, a very nice young lady grabs him what uses the crook of her umbrella to like grab him by the collar and pull him back from the brink and um then she gives him her lunch for some reason yeah uh, because she thought he was worried about him yeah she was like oh you must be about to faint from hunger here's my lunch i guess and then she runs off turns out she is friends with his sister and when he comes on to her as like a you know just because that's what he does she rejects him because she's a high schooler, and he's quite obviously not a high schooler. And yeah. thus, he decides, I am now obsessed with this woman and will pursue her relentlessly. Relentlessly. And, relentlessly. And, hey, it's a rom-com. So, hey, let's let's get silly. This is a fun, cute thing, I guess.
0: It cannot be understated how relent, like, truly, like, this is this, not an exaggeration. This man is quite literally relentless in his pursuit of this woman. Okay, we were talking about it earlier. We were talking about age in anime, right? Signifiers, right? Sometimes you just don't know the age of the characters that you're watching. They're I knew it always...
1: immediately. You, yeah. you just kind of glance at her yeah. and go, yeah, like, oh, she's a kid.
0: Yeah, she's got a high school uniform on. Yeah, And the other guy clearly doesn't. Like, he's not even like, a, oh, I just graduated high school, you know? It's like, she's 17, I'm 18. And you're like, okay, well, maybe that's a little weird, but okay. You know, uh, like, f- f- Fuck, dude. It is so clear that this man should be somewhere between, like, 22 and 26. Yeah. You know? Too old for a high school girl that is somewhere between 14 and 17.
1: Yeah. You know? I should say at least 22 to 26. We could be older. Who knows? You know?
0: Yeah. Who fucking knows? Yeah. It, It goes so, so hard unnecessarily. But, like, it is... It tries to be so cute about it. Yeah. You know? It's like oh he won't stop buying her roses even though she told him no yeah oh he won't stop sending presents to the house even though she told him stop
1: yeah he does bump into her because he's like wandering around her neighborhood ostensibly looking for where she lives or something and like oh yeah yeah we we touched on this when the two of us were talking before we started recording like there is like you know it's very not uncommon for say like you know girls approaching that cusp of like you know being an adult to like you know want somebody who's like you know to want to be with somebody who's got their life together and who's going to like you know be uh like just like a more older dignified kind of person rather than someone their age and like there's i mean this isn't exactly the first thing that like plays with that fantasy right like we were talking we were comparing it to twilight earlier and like when you read twilight from like an objective eye it's like oh my god this guy's terrifying but like in the context of it it's harmless fun because who cares it's a fucking you know romantic thriller so like on that end i want to try and like i there's a a part of me that wants to be like "Uh, maybe maybe i shouldn't be shitting on this if that's what they're aiming for like if they're if they're aiming for that market but like i wouldn't want i i wouldn't want to look at this as something like you know as as something that like say uh, a 16 17 year old girl should be watching like you know as a not that I should have any say in it one way or another. I'm not a dad. Right. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I know there's levels to it, but also our gut feeling, I think we agree, is that this is creepy as shit.
0: So, like, that level is kind of strange. But, but, like, like you were saying, maybe there's something there where, like, I've had friends who, like, have told me that when they were high schoolers, like, the idea of dating, like, a guy in college seemed really cool. Yeah. Right? That they're more mature than the high school people around them. Yeah. So, okay, to say that there's, like, that that's just, like, no girl would ever have that fantasy is, like, just just wrong. Like, obviously, some girls are into it. And, sure, if if that's your thing when you were in high school, you do you, you, yeah. whatever. I don't give a shit. Where it gets really uncomfortable is, okay, so, A, you shouldn't be trying to court high schoolers. Yeah. And then, B, if a girl says stop, you stop. Yeah. You know? No means no. I'm not even trying to, like, he's not trying to, like do anything to her physically but like she doesn't she she clearly does not want to be around this man and it's played for a joke rather than something serious
1: yeah and like that's i think that that kind of taps into another like another fantasy kind of thing where it's like you know there's a guy the that no good trouble guy and like you know he's no good but like he is real attractive or whatever and you say like oh no don't you fall in love with me and he's like oh i'm gonna do it anyway and then like you know he pursues you until you're lent and it's like this sort of like it's not. It's it's not a consent thing. But then, like you know, you don't actually. And again, only only ever works in fiction. And even then, yeah, with a very delicate hand. Ab- absolutely. You know? Yeah. And that's that's the ultimate thing. Is like these are some kind of transgressive topics that have been handled in like a lot of other fiction a lot better. I think.
0: Yeah, I, especially after watching something like uh, My Love Story, yeah. which is uh, a guy who's a bit of an idiot. But, like, really cares about the about his girlfriend and like really cares about not doing anything that would make her uncomfortable. Yeah, right. And I think there's also an element to of purity to a certain extent that if she does just take this guy's advances, that's not what an upstanding girl is supposed to do. That's but another thing. It yeah, It still feels like, so if you're going to stay pure, you want a man who won't listen to you when you tell him to stop. Like that just feels uh, gross and wrong and weird. I don't, I hate, I hate, hate, hate,
1: hate the phrase like devil's advocate, but this is me like trying to view it from the most charitable lens possible. Yeah. Um. That like, Say you do see, like, a guy who seems, like, no good, and he's, like, got that sort of sleazy charm to him, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, him pursuing you despite the fact that you've said so uh, no so many times in a non-threatening way in the way that he is, again, only ever works in fiction. Him doing that shows his dedication, like, the fact that he's actually serious and this isn't just him trying to hook up and, like, you know, ghost, right? I that, I think that's what they're going for. I don't think it lands.
0: No, I and I agree. And and I think if if we sound wishy-washy or anything, I think part of it is like we are two 30-year-old men talking about a show that is aimed at teenage girls. I
1: think it is. Yeah, I think it is primarily aimed at girls. I would be surprised yeah. if this was supposed to be like a shonen. If thing. If,
0: if, it, if this if we look at the genre and it says shonen, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> but uh no, I don't, I don't think it is. I think yeah. I think it's fucking fingers crossed aimed aimed toward teenage girls and yeah. i could so it's it's tough because like i've never you know i've never been a teenage girl i'm sure that surprised a lot of people yeah. but uh i've I'm never shocked. i've never had that experience yeah so i don't i like teenage girls get shit on constantly for the yeah like, so i don't want to be like if you like this show you suck but also holy fuck are there some weird things yeah
1: And like, you know, I guess if you if, you know, say you were you're like, you know, someone like a girl age 16, 17, say, yeah, it would be cool in a like, you know, fictional wonderland where there's no consequences for anything. Like, yeah, I could date a college, too. I could date like, you know, I could be like pursued by this guy and I know it's not like going to end in my murder or something because, again, fictional wonderland. Then I could like, you know, see viewing this as like a kind of cute, like romantic comedy kind of thing as as someone who like you know as people who kind of know the terror like the terrors of the world and stuff like that <laughs> who
0: know how terrible men can who be can even know how
1: terrible men can be right like then then it's it takes a far more sinister lens like and yeah. so I, I yeah like like you're saying like i think we're trying to factor that in when we talk about like our sort of distaste for this show because yeah. i mean yeah like you know so like I, I I think it's really awesome that there is stuff that is aimed at like at teenage girl like any kind of type of graphic, you know what I mean like, yeah uh, I think that's really cool but rather than trying to like please everybody, you know what I mean mm. but yeah so it it didn't feel good to watch I guess yeah
0: that and, was a, that wasn't a fun
1: one and there's a couple little bits where I'm like that was kind of nice like if it if this was like a friendship, if he wasn't so creepy or like if she was just like I don't know. Maybe like he was 26 and she was 21 or something like, you know, like, sure. Yeah. Many other like ifs, but like, there's the moment like, uh, she, he, he's following her. Like she knows he's there, but like, you know, they bumped into each other. She's on her way to the grocery store. He tags along and, um, she, he's like, Hey, what, like, Ask me something. I'll do anything for you. What do you want? And she's like, okay, there's one thing. And he's like, okay, name it. Let's do this. And it's the, she says there is a sale going on on eggs. You can get a dozen eggs for a hundred yen and it's one per customer could you buy me a second dozen eggs so I can bring them to my mom? And he's like, yeah, done deal. Sure. And I'm like, that moment was really cute. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Like, you know, she's a really, that was kind of the first thing we got out of her besides the fact that she likes anime and comic books is like, oh, she's like a really kind of down to earth frugal kind of person. Like, you know, she gets the type of teenager who gets excited about a sale on fucking eggs. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. And then they have a conversation like where she makes a kind of like dorky, like, something about power levels or something like that. Cause again, she likes manga and he like plays along with it. And it's like, <laughs> and like, she kind of, she kind of goes like, Oh no, I said something embarrassing. And then he plays along with it and it's like, Oh, okay. That was kind of nice in that same scene though. But, yeah, In that same scene though, they're walking past someone who's handing out like free samples of like some kind of hot dog thing on, on, mm. on toothpicks. Mm-hmm. And she takes one, eats it, sticks it in the toothpick receptacle. And we see the guy staring at the toothpick she has just put down. And it is quite clear that he is contemplating picking up and saving that toothpick because she has put her mouth on it. And that all of a sudden, anything that ever, like anything cute about this whole scene is out the fucking window. That's terrifying.
0: It's a show that constantly goes like a bridge too far. Like, even, even if you're like, fuck it, I don't give a shit about like the fact that there is this definite age difference between them. That is Illegal in most countries. Yeah. Uh, even even if you're like, I don't give a fuck about that. They're cartoon characters. They're not real. Even if you feel that way, it's still weird how hard this guy goes, and that he gets so excited at the end when she's like, he's not entirely bad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, so she must like me a little bit. He goes over the moon about that. He's yeah, like, bruh, you're you're in too deep. Like, stop. Yeah. If someone's like, yeah, you suck but only 90%. What are you doing? You know, like you're just going to wear this person down. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, that seems Jesus to be his plan. And that, she seems to kind of like know that a little bit and is like, Oh, okay, I guess. But like, and
0: that's gotta be the trajectory of the show.
1: Of course. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, again, it's like, it's one of those things is like, we're in a fictional wonderland. It's a it's going to be a cute, fluffy romance thing all the way through. I don't right. think I don't do not think that in the third act he turns out to actually be a fucking stalker yeah, he, killer. He, yeah, he's, he's like, gonna, come like, down her. to
0: my basement. It'll be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Ignore the chains. Exactly. You know, this like-
1: series does not end with her like skinned and murdered or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. The thing about transgressive media is that like you get to like go into situations that, in your brain space that like you would never ever ever not even about transgressive media. The most tame plain Jane action series if i went through anything like that in real life i would be traumatized for like ever right like so, like, you know, it's the same thing as, like, oh, yeah, I wish I could fucking fight with a, a vampire on a rooftop with laser swords or whatever. And it's, like, but, again, if that happened in real life, I'm dead. I'm, I'm absolutely fucking dead. and Or at least traumatized for it. So, it's, like, there's a lot of things that, like, we shouldn't be looking at it through the lens of, like, if this happened in real life, that would be bad. Like, because, yeah, no shit. On the same land, whatever they're trying to go for it, like, even looking at it through that lens, uh, I sure was not biting. Yeah. Don't want to shit on it too much, but, like. Ew.
0: Oh, we have been. T- it's too late. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. whatever
1: yeah whatever um, but i guess i wouldn't go out of my way to like oh you like that show Mm-mm. unless right. unless you unless unless you're in it unless unless you're, if you're like a guy my age and you're like oh yeah i love this show i got questions
0: if, if i meet a 30 year old guy who's like oh dude i love uh, koi kimo it's like stop, stop <laughs> dude like it, that's just such a red flag at an anime convention like someone's like oh dude you gotta watch koi kimo it's like we're done I I'm not talking to you anymore. Stranger at an anime. Convention. Yeah. I could listen to you talk to Naruto for me for, for about an hour, but this bridge too far.
1: Yeah. I would have to really interrogate what you see in that show, you know, at yeah. least.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want to get in.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'd this. want to. With honestly. a stranger. Yeah. Oh, not with a stranger at all. Like if, if someone like, you know, who was like close to me, who I already know, was like, Oh yeah, I love Koa I was just like, why exactly? Let's, let's have a dialogue about this. What's going on? Yeah. But you know, yeah, Anyways. that's 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 koi Something, something, something. Kimo Chiwarui is it, it's, it's disgusting to call this love. Yeah, I did. It did just occur to me that the very, very, very beginning of this, the episode, though, starts with her doing this sort of like retroactive narration of the events at the beginning. And she ends that sort of monologue with I have nothing but regrets. Oh, so now oh, I'm does. a little. Oh, my God. Na- I, that just occurred to me. Now I'm a little more worried.
0: Maybe I maybe it's a long con kind of show. Maybe it's like, hey, ladies, watch out for dudes that are like this, you know? I don't <sighs> yeah. know. Maybe.
1: Maybe. I mean, that would be a lot more real, I guess. <sighs> I
0: yeah, but it's... Uh we were initially i clicked on that episode we we're like fuck it let's watch six episodes we knew nothing about it i saw watched-
1: art and and the word koi and i was like hey
0: hey romance can't be mate. that bad sure we watched so we were gonna watch the full six episodes this was gonna be the koi chemo episode yeah yeah we well, watched I that first just- episode and we were like nah fuck this i ain't watching five more episodes of that no yeah way. so we decided let's look at what's new let's go down in Isekai hell yeah <laughs>
1: that's what we did i gotta pee okay now that Stu's gone, anybody see the uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 reveal trailer? Oh, my God. Sora has to pay rent. This is insane. I'm glad to see Dark Side showing up again. Who was that at the, at the end of the trailer, do you think? it's uh, Hades, maybe? I saw the blue fire, and it turns into, like, orange. So I guess Hades makes sense. It's only in Japanese as of right now, so, like, I don't know what Hades' Japanese voice actor sounds like. I guess I have to look that up. Um, but yeah, cool to see, cool to see kingdom hearts still at it. I uh, don't know how this fits in with the rest of the story, but I'm excited. I'm excited to play it. Unreal engine five looks real neat. Um, yeah. The, the traversal mechanics that he's doing the, the new, like, uh, um, flow motion looks, looks really neat. That looks really cool. I, I think moving around is going to be really fun in that game. So yeah. Looking forward to that. I don't know if it's I think that I'm I'm just saying this to Stu. Like if if Stu ends up editing this, he could probably hear me right now. So I don't know what's going on.
0: You doing this podcast without
1: me? I just I'm just talking about Kingdom Hearts while you're oh, in the bathroom. God. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, all
0: right.
1: This Kingdom Hearts four trailer came out. No, there was uh, actually yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they came out That's this morning. Kinda rad. It's kinda it's it's interesting. Sora it's like Sora wakes up in what seems like modern day Tokyo. He's like in an apartment, might have to pay rent, I don't know. And All right, then,
0: so it'll be the Resident Evil 5 uh, movie of King oh, Heart. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. or something.
1: But then, like, a big Heartless shows up, and he's like, oh, right, I have a Keyblade, and he, like, goes to fight it. Uh, it's an Unreal Engine 5. It looks real neat.
0: Unreal Engine 5 just came out, and fuck, it looks impressive.
1: It sure does. That uh, Matrix thing is supposed to be great. I haven't, I haven't fucked it yet. I,
0: I haven't tried, tried it too much, but, um, like, so I got really into Unreal 4, Trying to learn, um, like uh, earlier this year, mm. trying to learn how... Because like, it's got motion graphic uh, capabilities Ooh. and stuff like that. Some people use it for that stuff. And it didn't quite click with me, but I was like, this is an impressive program. And it got me learning more about the Unreal Engine and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, I know game companies always lie about the capabilities of the stuff that they have. But if they can do like half the things that this thing says it can do fuck dude like video games are gonna be pretty sick in yeah. the next few years yeah I'm, I'm excited yeah this
1: year has already been a great year for games
0: i know yeah i know like it, i played so much good shit this year even yeah. the game i was most hyped about like total war three total warhammer three i was like this is this is really good but like you you got competition buddy like, yeah yeah yeah, good shit. We
1: didn't we didn't really do like a what we've been playing segment in this episode, yeah. but like, fuck, dude, like Elden Ring and the new Kirby and fucking Sifu and like yeah. all these games coming out, just amazing.
0: It's a fucking killer time to be a gamer.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You're the gamers, 2022. <laughs> You're
0: the. It's finally rise up. <laughs> time has
1: come, <laughs> gamers, rise up. That's what they were
0: talking about right now. Well, you know, when I think about video games, I think about dating sims, and yes. I think about how. Tough it would be if I got trapped inside of a dating sim. I wish they would make an anime about something like that. But what
1: if not only was it a dating sim, it was an otome game.
0: Otome game, yeah. <laughs> well, damn, flawless transition. Absolutely, I'm patting yeah, myself we, on the yeah, back we, on that. We, one for that, you gotta one. kill that one. Yeah, um, well done, well done. Okay, so I did. Uh, so this, so the next <laughs> fucking anime we fucking watched was uh, trapped in a dating sim. Something, something, something. Uh, it's it's tough for a mob in an Otome sim or something like that. Yeah. Or, or Otome games or what is an Otome game? Uh Otome, if I if I remember
1: correctly, Otome literally means little sister, but it, it, it actually Oh fuck in actuality <laughs> what it means is that it's it's basically so a dating sim usually involves a, a male protagonist uh, and there's like uh, you know between three and seven lady characters for him to try and woo. Uh, this is exactly the opposite of that. One female protagonist and a bunch of guys. Uh, yeah, you
0: play as the female. Protagonist.
1: You play as the female protagonist, and you're trying to woo uh, one or more of uh, very handsome, usually kind of effeminate dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be shown yeah. they're called pretty boys.
0: Pretty boys. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, and the the whole opening of the show. Is uh, a guy playing an Otome game
1: because he's being his sister wants to see the ending of it, but doesn't want to actually play through the game uh typical mm. fake gamer uh oh so. yeah
0: oh i i'm just gonna i'm just gonna totally play the video games but i actually need a man to do it for me yeah classic, classic. gamer girl move yeah. uh fake girl g- i don't even know no no to i ju- i said that joke and i was like cool casual misogyny that's what i need <laughs> yeah. three hours nice nice
1: i just said fake gamer i didn't even bring her sex into this stew
0: Yeah, well, you have uh, gamers and you have gamer girls. We've talked about the two (laughs) genders before. I'm bringing them back. (laughs) Good. And I'm sure (laughs) everyone who's made it to this point is really happy that I did that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Um, So she pays her brother. (laughs) (laughs) She pays her older brother to basically boost her to 100% this game. Uh, He buys the DLC and everything. I can't even remember what she gives him for it um
0: i didn't even catch that part i was so disinterested the dude is just hating the game the entire time he's it, and to which i'm like why the fuck are you playing this game i didn't realize that the sister thing was involved i was if you don't like gamer tip for pro gamers out there if you don't like a video game you can stop you could you could just not play it you can just be like sucks that i spent x amount of dollars on it I don't have to spend more hours on it.
1: You know, if you bought it uh from like GameStop, they have like a return policy, actually. Yeah. You can you can you can give them back the game and they will give you back the money. You could even, in that same visit, buy another game with that same money they gave back to you. you so, you know, world's your oyster.
0: Even Steam, which has like the shittiest return policy, has a return policy.
1: They do, yeah. Yeah. Amazon, I'm sure, you know, Best Buy. Walmart, Target, all of them. Gog probably.
0: has a pretty good one from what I've heard. Do so they?
1: I've never actually... I
0: think you can return it up to like 30 days or so.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: I, days. I'm talking out my ass on that one. I could be very wrong. Yeah, who
1: knows? But this uh, guy probably could have returned that he game. Could've. He could have. I mean, you don't have to play a game. Yeah. You don't have to. But he's, he's being paid to uh, boost... She wants to see the final like scene from it. YouTube but well, so here's the thing. There's other like not dating Sims of Visceral novels that I've played. And I've kind of been like, you know what? I kind of just want to see the end of this route without necessarily playing through the whole thing. I feel like there's like, there's gotta be some sort of fucking like, like just unspoken rule about this or something like that. Some of them are really fucking hard to find. Like yeah. just the uploaded, like this scene, like, you know, house of Magrana ending, bam, like there it is. Like, no, you just, it's,
0: it's sometimes it just doesn't exist. Uh well I see I don't know that feeling because the only dating sims I play a lot of like hentai dating sims and stuff like <laughs> sure. that and all of the endings everything is on like Pornhub.
1: Really? Oh but, sure yeah. I guess yeah. if there's porn involved that's probably yeah. like the you know.
0: It's it's
1: out there. Yeah,
0: yeah I can like I if I'm like this game's boring i was like, well, I supported the the person. There I you guess. go. Yeah, that's the important I can, part. I can feel morally good as yeah. I watch stuff on Pornhub.
1: Yeah, uh but anyway, let me say we? real quick. Also, it's weird how certain visual novels have porn, like porn scenes or hentai scenes, is <laughs> like as a as a reward for finishing like a, a an arc of it or something like that.
0: I, well, and especially in one that doesn't seem like it would. Like exactly. If you're if you're jumping into a game and like it's covered in like girls in bikinis and the bikinis are barely functioning. Like okay if if you see a sex scene in that visual novel, sure.
1: Yeah, sure, sure, You kind of expect that from the cover, yeah. Right. There's other stuff I've like I've played and like gotten to a point, and I'm like oh. I'm just enjoying this story. I'm several hours in. I'm like wow, this is dope. And then all of a sudden the characters are fucking. I'm like I didn't want yeah. this. <laughs> I not what I was aiming for out of here. <laughs> like because I mean a lot of the time I notice the ones that do that don't necessarily even have the best art. Like oh, yeah. not to say like, like we talked about this before with Tsukihime. Like I don't, I, Tsukihime's art is fine. It serves as a purpose and it does it okay. But like, I don't look at any of the lady characters and go like, I want to see them fucking you know like that's, that's just not what i'm thinking i'm just like oh they're vampires they got special powers cool let's let's see them fight you're too pure i Bakary. guess uh. I'm, just, I'm too much of a uh uh just a puritanic old man i can't handle yeah. this stuff you know
0: get get sex out of video games bockery 2022 get,
1: exactly i'm gonna be the uh <laughs> let's pull this one out of the out of the past jack thompson i'm gonna be the jack thompson uh. mo- like of sex in video games that's me
0: yeah I'm, yeah. I'm excited for when we become deeply conservative in the near future. Yeah, in the That's next, like, six months, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's coming for us. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, we're, we're two men in our 30s with a podcast. I did a little bit of casual misogyny.
1: Hey. Found time, time
0: to go all the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Stu, tell me why you are a high-value male. Well, you it's,
0: it's because I watch great shows like Otome dating Sam Trapped in a... Really killing I, it with the segues today. I I honestly, it. especially when I remember the name of the show yeah. so well. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, jumping ahead, man falls down the stairs and presumably dies. Um, yes, wait, he, he does yes. not get saved by a girl with an
1: umbrella. Shame. So well, for uh, the best, probably I guess. Given the last guy,
0: give it yeah, well, and especially okay. So the whole thing is, we're gonna deal with this with a bigger deal in a later show. But the whole thing is like, so he dies. He goes to another world and he realizes oh my god, I remember who I was. And then he lives like 10 years. He goes from 5-year-old to 15-year-old or whatever, anime protagonist that he's like, I know everything about this world because I 100%ed that game. And I'm just on that path. And he's like, but I'm just a regular mob. I'm just, you know, like mob being a reference to like MMOs having... um like trash enemies just like Yeah, just yeah. like you're you're not a boss, you're just a guy. Yeah. That's a that's a mob. You I don't know why they called that but
1: Uh I don't yeah, I don't like I I always thought like mob was like oh cuz there's a bunch of them, right? Like cuz I mean in MMOs like When you're going through a dungeon. That's probably what it is. Right? Yeah. Like, when you're going through a dungeon, like, you know, those mobs are, like, things that you... Like, your tank goes and picks up, like, 30 of them, and then the DPS and everybody just, like, kind of, like, nukes them with all their AOE abilities. And it's like... So, okay. Any one individual one of those isn't really worth engaging with on its own. You engage with them in large groups. Yeah. Right? So, mobs, right? Mobs, yeah. I didn't know that was ever used as a term in dating sims. I guess I'm out of the loop there.
0: Yeah. It seems really weird, because it, it, it should be... Maybe it's a mistranslation or something, but it feels like it should be like NPC, you know, non-player. That character. makes sense, right? Yeah, like I'm just, I'm just a side character. I'm just, but he, he like talks about how he's like, I'm just a side character, blah blah blah. And then halfway through the episode, goes on a magical quest where he shoots fish with guns, he shoots robots with guns, <laughs> he just uses a gun constantly,
1: a magic gun with magic bullets that he was able to casually find on the and way.
0: So dull. Like, like, there's a part where he's like, "Oh no, it's a queen carp." He pulls out a gun and he shoots it, and it it's just like, explodes. Oh no, a deer! <laughs> like, who gives a shit, dude? What's the threat? Don't try to make that scary. Yeah, and
1: and the idea is that like, because he's played the ever living shit out of this game, like he's he's maybe beaten it. Okay, so he knows everything about the game. He's like basically a walking strategy guide about this game yeah. despite having lived, you know, that was 10 years ago for him. Right. Because like he's born in this world and then 10 years or he, he wakes up in this world, 10 years past. Um, but like, so, okay. He's got sort of the Kirito thing where like he has knowledge that nobody else has.
0: Kirito being sword art
1: online. Yeah. Sword okay. art online. He played the beta test of the game. And so he knows a bunch of stuff that the other players don't. Okay. Um, they call him a beta cheater or a beater for short. Anyway, much better isekai anime. Let's put that out there. Um, <laughs> throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's like, and we de- we dealt with this trope a lot today, at least in this and one other series, where it's like, Okay, I'm a totally ordinary, nothing special about me kind of guy, and I have deep, comprehensive knowledge of all the inner workings of this game, of, like, this world that we live in, and the way, like, the fabric of reality itself is kind of my beck and call. Right. You're not an ordinary guy, my guy. You are, like, God in this world. You know everything that's going to happen.
0: Right. Like, imagine if you, like not only like knew the future but also like where whereas like humans now are like wow quantum quantum physics like we don't really understand what's happening yeah imagine knowing that down to like every single level like oh this is why you know the the readouts are like this this is why you know you perceive it as two different things but really yeah. like, this. like imagine having that knowledge just tucked away like it was simple yeah you know like baby mode but then be like don't worry i'm just a regular guy like yeah. you're not you're literally <laughs> you out. absolutely you know the future fuck you like <laughs>
1: Yeah. Cause like the whole thing is like, uh, oh, we forgot to mention this. It's, it's this, it's this interesting, like seemingly intentionally like backwards sort of society uh, backwards compared to ours. I mean to say, uh, where like, women are sort of the ruling class and like men are this like you know yeah are it sort is of,
0: super backwards get the ladies out of here
1: <laughs> I mean like what yeah, I mean no, to no, say no, there yeah. is that like it's it's this like inverse of a lot of this sort of archaic uh you know social structures that we've had so like these guys are kind of married off to powerful and affluent women and stuff and the whole thing that kicks this off is like his uh, mother in this universe is like, all right, boy, you're about to get married off to this awful old, disgusting hag. And if you don't, then you're going to go to war and die or whatever. And he's like, man, man, being a man really sucks. How do you deal with it, dad? And he's just like, his dad is just like, gosh, I'm just lucky that a, that a rich woman like your mother was willing to, uh, kneel down to marry me, you know? And it's like, okay. So he sets off to find a bunch of riches so that he can attend some elite magic Academy instead of being married to this lady who's like way older than him.
0: Yeah. It really is like what you get out of like a plot, like, uh, the Cinderella movie, where like a a girl is going to go out on her own and make her own thing happen. And, you know, and she's going to do it in a man's world. And it's, yeah, it's like you're saying, like, it's backwards. It's reversed. It's the inverse. Yeah. But, like, it feels weird because the norm is still the norm. So it's like, it doesn't feel like he's really breaking some big social taboo. It feels like he's just doing what men usually do in adventure shows. Kind of, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. It
0: seems like he's just doing what men do in most adventure shows and also his mom's an asshole yeah yeah like uh,
1: and he's he's got this sort of really like uh now people get this, the meaning of this word confused. When I say antisocial, I don't mean like introverted. I mean, he like seems to really hate just about everyone around him. Yes. Um, and like the episode of the,
0: the name of the episode is called, I hate this world.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he is a very, like, at least in the the world of this Otome game he's in, we don't know really who he was beforehand, but like, he's a very misanthropic young man. He's just kind of hates everyone and everything around him and, 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 and kind of sees them as competition that he's going to overcome and be like the bestest good boy. Um, in in this Otome game, I don't know what that really entails. Does he end up ending up? Does he end up with a girl or something instead of those pretty guys? The Chads of, of this yeah. world is is uh, like some sort of incel fantasy. I don't know.
0: Well, and it's it's funny too because like I, I I don't know shit about Otome games, but like they're they're they put a lot of emphasis, especially in the the theme song, because this is like a Shonen anime, uh, on like all the women in the show, and it's like well. As a guy who's played a lot of like dating sims where the with a male protagonist, there's next to like there's very few men in those those things it's almost all if a role could be fulfilled by a woman,
1: it probably is there's kind of the pro tag and there's like maybe his like horn dog best friend who's like,
0: ah man, you're gonna hang out with all those girls, dude hell, yeah, I'm so jealous, exactly. you know exactly so it's like so why um so they show all these women, it's like, is this, is he gonna get the harem ending of this Otome game, which shouldn't be possible, but he just knows it so
1: Yeah, because he's yeah. 100%ed it and paid for the DLC and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the whole adventure is so, it's so, do- like, he's he knows the world inside and out, he kills, uh, the the part where he fights the robot that's, like, really tough for him to kill, like, oh no Uh, it's got a magic barrier and my magic bullets don't work yeah and the fucking part where he's like he's about to die he's like i won't die here or whatever and he pulls out his sword and the blade of the sword shoots off the hilt and kills the robot yep and there's never any indication that his sword does something other than be a sword yeah that's the dumbest bullshit i've ever seen real real
1: failed execution of chekhov's gun sword i tell you what (laughs)
0: lamer than a gun blade not set up at all exactly stupid as fuck
1: And he comes back with like a literal like shipload of like like gold and jewels and and uh. stuff <laughs> like Looney Tunes like fucking or fucking Ducktales ass looking gold and goes yeah. like I guess I'm going off to school, mom. And then he he's off to the the academy and sees like all the the love interests of the Otome game like walking in a pack and kind of goes like those fucking guys. Uh, like he's just yeah. so angry at him for some yeah. reason.
0: It's, it's so fucking dull. It's, I, who is yeah. this? It's and I, I feel like this and a show we'll talk about in a minute. Who who enjoys this? Who's like maybe we're taking it too seriously? Maybe we're thinking about it.
1: I think too we much. are. Like just by nature of talking about it, really to any extent, like beyond like just word for word what happens in the text. I think we kind of are. Like I don't think it's meant to hold up to that kind of scrutiny. But also, I don't know. That's not the kind of thing I enjoy.
0: You have. <laughs> immensely talented people like making an anime that looks good that is well animated that like at no mo- no moment in this show was I like that looks terrible yeah the backgrounds are amazing yeah. the fantasy world looks great all the character animations and the way the characters look are really good there was never that moment that I can think of where I was like that's a weird looking car like everything is to the mm, fucking, very few cars well but like <laughs> the airship the, the other stuff show oh, that's up, true yeah it all looks really good that's and a very I'm good like point You know, the show is to the to the fucking nines on everything, and it's in service of what? (laughs) If caring about the narrative of this show doesn't matter, if we're overthinking it, why is it being worked on so hard? If this is something that that's a good point. If if someone would make the argument that this is a show that you put on in the background while you fuck around with something else. Make it a fucking PowerPoint. Like, why? <laughs> why is this show so good looking?
1: I have a, I have some friends. I like, hate it.
0: <laughs> so,
1: my really close friends um, are are like way more plugged into the anime world than I ever have been, you know. And I've I've talked to some of them. like, Hey, what you watching right now? And 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 rattle off some names. And like, there's some that I'm like it, that are kind of. Of this caliber, like, you know, not, not awful, but like also not remarkable. And it's like, well, I mean, why do you keep, like, don't you have better things to do with your time? And like the answer I've gotten a lot of the time is like, yes, it's very formulaic. It's very simple boilerplate by the numbers type stuff, but I like what I like. They know what I like. And you know, they're just going to give me kind of new variations on that. It's a comfort thing. And I'm like, yeah, Hey, fair enough. You know, I just look, I cannot judge anybody for liking garbage. I don't think either of us can really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely fair.
1: So I'm like, you know. I get that, but uh, on the same, uh, like, on the other hand, I totally agree with you. I can't fathom ever putting myself in a brain space where I do like this. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like the uh, the inverse of the issues that we have with, like, Koi right? It's like, okay, I don't understand the mindset of the teenage girl that would enjoy this. And I also don't understand the mindset of the fellow man who would, <laughs> like, like I, sh- I, I feel like I should... I you think know? I can put myself
1: in the in in the 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 girl who the girl Koi Kimo fans mindset a bit easier than I can with this one, because like the Koi Kimo yeah. thing again, it's like, OK, attract attraction to people who are like older and have their shit together and also attraction to somebody who is so goddamn into you that they won't take no for an answer. Like, I understand both of those concepts well enough. This one, it's like the 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 fantasy that we're serving here is knowing everything and kind of having this power that nobody else could possibly ever have. And then also like just being using that to like be better than everyone. You know, it's, it's, it's like I said, like kind of an antisocial angle angle that I don't really fuck with.
0: Well, and it's also weird because at the end of the episode, he's like, I'm just a normal everyday mob. And it's it's like, Fuck you. You're not, dude. If you're a regular mob, does your dad show up with a spaceship every fucking day full of gold? No. Is that just a regular ass? It's not. (laughs) What you did was exceptional. Yeah. And you fucking know it. So don't be like, I'm just a regular average. It's like being like, I'm just a regular average everyday Joe who also happens to be a billionaire. Like, fuck you. You are not, you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah, no, it's very true. You don't know what anyone's going through. You are on a different level. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it's a very, it's a very simple fantasy being served of like, you know, uh, well, no, because it's like, he acts like the deck is stacked against him it's like oh it's so hard to be a man in this world and uh gee there's all these pretty boys who they, they think they're so much better than me and all the girls are gonna the the, the three named female characters in this series it looks like are, are gonna flock to them instead and oh gosh it sucks to be me it's a, a good thing I uh, have the gift of Cassandra and I know everything that's ever gonna happen in this universe and I know exactly how to manipulate everything to get exactly what I want like that no that, that fantasy falls apart immediately like yeah, you're yeah. you are not the underdog here you are the god of this world exactly you yeah.
0: i was just about to say that you <laughs> cannot be the underdog and god like it, it doesn't work that way there's no part in the bible where like oh man i don't know how god's gonna get out of this one yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny if it was like
1: i mean yeah yeah hey hey give me some tension right but god's kind of a flat character bit bit of a mary sue might i say <laughs>
0: i'm sorry you gotta do I was... anything can't he <laughs> Maybe Bible 2, they'll they'll fix something. Yeah, bad,
1: yeah, yeah. They'll finally introduce an antagonist to, like, on his level. I think that's where a One Punch Man manga is. There's someone who's, like, shaping up to be a, a oh. challenge for Saitama. Like, where's, where's, where's God's, you know, One Punch Man rival?
0: Right. Well, I mean? I mean, maybe that's just Bible 2. You yeah. know, it's like, you read the Bible, you're like, that was great. Okay, New New Testament, One Punch Man. Yeah. We... <laughs> <laughs>
1: there we go. Sorry to all the Christian otaku out there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah.
0: Um, fuck that show. That is terrible. Fuck that show. Um, okay. So then, next couple shows I picked thinking they'd be terrible. Yeah. Plot twist? They were ain't, all right. Ain't bad. Yeah. Ain't bad. Honestly, re- real, real nice highlight for the night. So the first one we watched that was fucking decent was Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Yeah. I thought it would be another, like, Isekai fantasy thing. And it was... But it was a really, like... This wasn't Isekai. Everyone was from that world exactly. from the get-go.
1: Yeah. yeah. This is but, just a, a, a little fantasy thing.
0: Yeah. And it was... But it, what was nice about it was it was... The the problem with fucking uh, Trapped in a Dating Sim and then the one we're going to talk about, Demon Lord resurrected as a piece of shit or whatever. Reborn uh, as a typical nobody. Both of them are in this world where it's so bare-bones RPG and they just expect that to be kind of fun for the people Somehow. where whereas this one is in you know we we're, we're talking like NES JRPG like bare bones as possible and they're they're just cracking out jokes constantly yeah
1: and 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 that kind of like bare bones flat setting really works for this where i feel like well the the weird thing about the last one like you know you need to get one more kicking on that dead horse but uh, no fuck this dude <laughs> we're we're fucking godfathering this anime <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well is 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 in that in that strangely enough, in that fight scene with the, with the killer robot, uh, they go into some weird lore stuff because the robot goes like, what year is it? And he's like, Oh, oh well, fuck me yes. he goes like, Oh, well on the, this calendar. And he's like, Oh, your answer means that the, that we have lost the war. And he's like, Oh yes, the war between these two factions and the robot goes like, yes, the birth of the new humans who are sensitive to the ether flows in the earth and can wield magic. And they like, they start going back and forth. I'm like this terrible fucking war building. I'm like, Did you think we gave a shit? This is what you think we're here. Oh, yeah. I need to know more about the fucking history of this universe. I I can't even give a shit about the person right in front of me. Why do you think I give a shit about the world he's in? Right. One thing at a
0: time. He's (laughs) in the robot's hand about to be crushed. He's spitting up blood. And both of us are like, kill him. Kill him. Yes. Let him die. Like, There's there's nothing they can do at that point other than kill him that's going to make us happy. Absolutely. And they go the opposite direction.
1: Yeah. Um, Because, of course, they do.
0: But yeah, this this show is like it really is like let's let's take this bare bones RPG and let's have some fun with it. Let's have some characters who are dynamic and fun and interesting, and let's just have them make jokes every once in a while. Yeah, like genuine, actual jokes. And they're and they're good. Like they're, they're good jokes. It's a good time. Yeah, like the, it's it's all very silly. It's all very light. Like the 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 the, the premise is like there's a. There's a warrior, and he's fighting a bear. A bear um, with a rhino horn. Bear with a rhino horn. They're they're magic beasts yeah. or whatever. Uh, magic beasts, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, he's, he's fighting it, and he needs healing. And the healer shows up. He's like, help me, healer. Like, give me, you know, I need heals right now. And she's like, okay, well, if I'm going to heal you, grovel before me. And he's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to grovel before you. And so this this girl is like... Very egotistical, but she's filling her role. And the warrior is like, you should be healing me. Like, why aren't you healing me? And it, it it's just very silly. Yeah. You know, she's like-
1: she's got this sort of like real narcissist, like God complex streak about her. Mm-hmm. And but like is trying to play that sort of archetypical healer character where it's like, you know, she's the 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 selfless like giver who like, you know, heals everybody and keeps everybody safe. Well, at the same time, like she is like kind of a psycho. And that's yeah. that's a really fun dynamic with this guy who's like you know trying really hard to like you know do the thing but also like cannot deal with this bullshit at all.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's like he yells at her, and that makes her mad and like frightened and all. And like there's all these. It it's the thing that it gets that these other like kind of Izekai shows miss is that there are genuine like they're playing with the like they have this basic RPG shell and they're playing with it and they're having fun with it and they're not just doing exactly the same. Yeah. Like that. It seems like other shows to me just feel like as long as I'm referencing something, it's funny. And these guys are making, actual joke
1: yeah like um and when the bear gets involved in it like because the bear the bear at, starts th- hanging out yeah because at the very beginning like the bear is obviously voiced by a human but it's kind of just going like ah and then like at one point the two of them are arguing the guy like multiple times goes like hey uh mr bear could you just like give us a sec here and the bear is just kind of like hanging out hey, do you think? and then like all of a sudden the bear like interjects like oh if i could make a point and all of a sudden the bear is a player in this in this comedy
0: yeah and and it's really fun when like they're j- like the warrior and the healer are just yelling at each other. And then the bear is like, listen, you guys are not being civil with one another. Mm. You guys need to sort things out. And they start talking to each other. Like they're in a court. They're yeah. Like, uh, I have an objection to yeah. what you just told me. And it's like, oh, this is just so fun. Uh, and it, and it, they're still sticking to their characters. Yeah. And whatnot. My, my favorite joke from the whole thing was at the end when the bear and, um, a warrior are talking to each other mm-hmm. and are like, um, you know, humans and and magic beasts can't be friends so when i see you in the future like we're we're gonna have a battle that you'll never forget and, yeah. the, and the two of them are very like clearly still friends but yeah like you know like yeah you know like we're really gonna fight it out and the girl shows up like no you guys after everything that's happened you guys and it's like no, no no we're we're joking like we're kind of doing a thing and she's like no you guys oh you can't this bear saved your life. It's your benefactor, your benefactor, and it's like, oh, that's such like that that they include the pun in there. That she doesn't get the thing. There's just like it's not like a joke a minute. Like the jokes are a little paced out. So yeah, it's, it's not like this. This show's an absolute riot. But God, was it so fucking refreshing?
1: Yeah, like it's a very it's it's it's. it's I don't know exactly know the words to say. Like, you know, it's really funny, but not in like a, a, a really out loud, cuckoo wacky kind of way. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's really snappy dialogue for sure. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and um, it does. I, I know this is like a really common um, thing, particularly in like Japanese like live comedy but like you know it's like he two character two people like the straight man and the wacky one and like you know these the, the warrior being the straight man and the healer being the wacky one like really 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 works i think it's like an excellent dynamic that like he, i wasn't expecting to like nearly as much as i was but like i, I like it quite a bit
0: i know we went, i went into that full bitter and came out like that was great.
1: Yeah, especially great. coming off of what we were like what we were coming off of with that Otome game. Right. To go right into this, fully ready to just like rip this thing apart because we're already mad at what we just watched and
0: coming yeah. out like, oh, that was great. Wow. Yeah, you know? that was really fun. Yeah, it's it's like people people talk about like if you go into something expecting to hate it, you're gonna hate it. Right. And exactly. we get kind of the opposite. Like this is probably a show that I will never watch another episode of, but I'm considering it. But it's it has a lot to do with what we were dealing with prior to it. Just just dealing with absolute like trash fantasy stuff, yeah. and just having something that's like, oh, we can have fun. Yeah, like I, what a fucking concept.
1: I had I had uh, like I was I was on the same page. Where I was like, I don't think I'd watch any more of this. But like, I think if the dub was decent. I'd, I'd probably have this on in the background. This, this could be a good background show for me.
0: Absolutely. And, and I think, especially when you're dealing with like puns and jokes like that, yeah. if they're doing a good job with the translation, big part of comedy that has always fell flat for me with anime is that someone saying a line and you reading a line are very different things. Which yeah. why I, like I don't think most comic books that try to be funny are actually funny. That's fair, yeah. Timing is such a huge thing. And if you're not... if Unless you're writing a joke that n- does not require timing you're it's going to fall flat and anime is expecting the timing yeah you know? yeah exactly uh, because it's you know it's a visual audio medium and all yeah that. but so yeah if the dub is decent i could absolutely see myself watching more of the because it was just it was just nice yeah it was just fun totally hundred you know? percent. they're they have the same environment that so many animes are in and they're just like let's have fun with it let's play around yeah you know um let's make some good jokes it's like I f- almost forgot what fucking comedy was for
1: a minute. <laughs> and I'm kind of glad that it, 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 like, the, the jokes all stand within the text of the thing itself. Like, they didn't feel the need to, like, uh, make it be like a oh dude we're not an isekai like let's point poke fun at all these other like you know it's like yeah yeah I, I think that everything it does like would stand even like if you knew next to nothing about the like you know anything that this is based on with the exception of like i guess the dynamic between warriors and healers but even they take yes. the 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 time to explain that in the context of the show
0: that's that's a big part of it is it's not referential humor it's not like family guy where it's just making references to things that you know yeah. it is genuine actual, these are jokes. Yeah. There is a setup and there is a punt line. Yeah. You know, it works. It's it,
1: great. It's great. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, I, I, I don't think I would like go out of my way to put this on like a lot of the time, but like, you know, if the dub is decent, I, I could see myself like putting this on during work sometimes. Something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is a good time. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to go. Pee oh yeah, you me. go. Pee. <laughs> I'm also, uh, going to talk to you guys about kingdom hearts. Um, Not a lot of people know this about me, but uh, I'm Sora. I'm actually Sora from um, that fucking island. And my best friend, Riku, um, they put bugs in him. But I'm still, you know, we're still chill. We're still tight. Um, Yeah, and I've I've got my other friend, Kairi. She's been through a lot, but, um, you know, everybody's still chill. Uh, Doll Goofy? Yeah. listen the game kind of brushes over a lot of their darker aspects i know disney's gone through a lot to try to really rehabilitate these characters uh but unfortunately in a lot of ways they are still the same guys that they were back then as they are today so yeah you know necessary evil you got to stop the heartless and all that but I don't know. I mean, especially Donald Duck. He's Man, a real rough guy.
1: Kingdom fucking hearts. Yeah, dude. No, I was just I was just telling
0: people a little bit about um, what's like in the Kingdom Hearts world. Oh hell
1: yeah! What's it like in the Kingdom Hearts world? What do you know? uh, it's what's tough that? out there. It's it sucks. Stuff out there. Right? Yeah, it's which 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 world though? They go between a lot of different. They worlds. do. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, we do. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one we were talking about. So we watched that one. We had a really good time. I picked another one because I thought it would be trash. The goal was to pick trash. Yeah, yeah. I was we kind of looking for it. And so we watched Love After World Domination, yeah, which was kind of a uh, a Power Rangers type show where you have the the Gelato Five, the <laughs> you know the five color Power Rangers, and they're fighting against villains.
1: And this and the last two things we've talked about, so like this, the the were the healer one and the Otome. These are all stu- this is all stuff that's like coming out like this week, pretty much. Like it's all yeah. very new.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, the, yeah I think. This one has two episodes. Healer has maybe, I think the Healer one only has one. Yeah. Um,
1: so it's all, this is all spring 2022 stuff with the exception of the first one we watched, whatever the fuck that was called.
0: We're cutting edge for yeah. the first fucking time. Yeah. And we totally did it on purpose. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, this one, this one's it's, it's kind of a Power Rangers fighting villains type one. But the Red Ranger and one of the villains have started dating. Yeah. And they're really cute. They're super cute.
1: I was not expecting, like, I mean, I didn't know anything about this premise, like, going into it. But, like, you know, I, I wouldn't have expected to, like immediately kind of like their relationship as much as i did
0: yeah yeah because they they keep it very very soft and very light it's very much like romeo and juliet like the power rangers can't date the bad guys yeah. or whatever it's like
1: the red ranger dating maybe not rita repulsa but uh, uh
0: the the big like chewbacca type guy a goldar goldar
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a red ranger and goldar yeah, like, yeah. like okay like, sure
0: more hot guys, <laughs> yeah uh, what do
1: you mean a more hot Goldar? Goldar is hot as it is.
0: Yeah. Well, Goldar could have bigger boobs. Ah, that's, true. that's true. That's yeah, true. He's a little uh, flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, and so that's the whole thing with it. It's like they in the beginning of the episode, they talk about how they haven't hold, held hands despite being on like three dates. And um, then the Blue Ranger shows up and like, we need help. And then the, uh, uh, as he like, climbs over the cliff to see them... They react to make it look like they're fighting, yeah, and like they're they end up holding hands as part of them fighting, yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, grappling we, with each other, yeah. He's like, Oh, we're holding hands, oh, and then yeah. she like writes it down in her journal, oh, first day we held hands, <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's very, very cute, yeah, so, yeah,
1: that instant switch to from like you know, they're sitting and like just talking in like sort of a, pit, a picnic thing, and then like as the guy, like they see the blue Ranger approaching, instantly the helmets are back on, and they're like, you know, actually like fighting, fighting, like, no, I mean, you know. Pretending, obviously, but like, you know, it looks to the onlooker as though they are they are fighting to the death kind of thing. It was it's a it's a really fun kind of dynamic, I think. Um, I would say the very beginning where they start showing the like where, where the kind of the first subject matter we, we see between the two of them is them not having held hands made me think that like maybe this is going to be kind of a like not super interesting relationship because like you know I think the fun thing of like watching a relationship in any sort of like you know book movie TV show whatever is kind of like seeing the characters get to know each other and see the dynamic sort of evolve between the two of them as they as they you know understand each other better
0: right especially with something like my love story yeah yeah Yeah, totally
1: I think my love story was a great example of that I think there's some other ones though where that I've seen where like the 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 driving force of their relationship is the fact that the relationship is new and they're like oh we haven't held hands we haven't kissed yet oh well going to happen like you know that kind of thing and like when that's kind of all there is when the when both of them are simply thinking of the relationship and not like you know each other then that can get really boring but i I think that 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 definitely um that's a lot better later i think like once we start learning a little more about the two of them
0: well and it's funny too because like this this show has a banger intro
1: oh it does yeah fantastic
0: uh it was one of those things that for me i was like "Eh, okay they're kind of going for a romeo and juliet it's a little cute whatever to like that intro comes up, it shows all the characters and everything. And it's like, oh, that was actually like really good, and gave me an idea of what this show's really about. That I was thinking like she was the Rita Repulsa, like, hey, she I'm trying to conquer the earth, I'm yeah. trying to be the, and it's like she's not the main bad guy, she's just one of them. So it's like I can see their romance actually going somewhere. Yeah. Now I'm more on board. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I really, I really like that about this show, uh, like. A, the intro, and then, yeah, that like they do seem genuinely really kind of cute together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really nice. I've seen like, uh, I've seen like some fan comics in a similar vein. Like there was one about Pokemon where like the guy. The main character from the third generation of Pokemon, I don't remember, Ruby or whatever, ends up with, like, a Team Ro- or Team Magma grunt, and, like, they end up dating, and, like, they have to keep it a secret. And, like, I really like that dynamic, and I wanted to see it explored in, like, a, a bigger capacity. And, like, this show seems to be kind of nailing that. Like, because they're both dedicated mm-hmm. to their respective causes. Neither of them is going to quit for the other one. Yeah. But they're both kind of hoping for a future in which they can be together, like, without keeping it a Where secret. Where they don't have to fight. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, and it's nice too because you have it. It's very lighthearted. Like all of the Power Rangers are named after gelato. Yeah, flavors. gelato
1: flavors. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like like the Red Ranger isn't the Red Ranger. He's like strawberry gelato. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and they all have you know, flavor related names. I really like the Green Ranger. He's like pistachio, the flavor of peace. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's it, that was all a lot of fun. And then there's also there, the, there was a part where um, I started to get flashbacks of uh, Koi Kimo, mm. where the Red Ranger goes to commit or goes to uh, admit that he likes uh, oh, the Reaper Princess. Oh. The, you know, the, the yeah. girl that he's dating in the beginning. They yeah. they kind of they go backwards in time.
1: I don't remember either of their names actually. I don't
0: either. But no. uh, that he knows things about her. And oh, yeah, why does he know those things? Well, because she's posted about it on Instagram and he <laughs> looked at her Instagram. Yeah. You know, and like he's left
1: comments and stuff like that. Like he, she just didn't know that he, the person leaving the comments was the Red Ranger. He's uh, protein yeah. man is his Instagram. name, He which, works sure. out all the time. Yeah. He works out for like several hours a day. That's just he's got big old shoulders.
0: Yeah. And and it's and it's nice because it's like he knows things. And I think looking at someone's Instagram isn't like the weirdest thing. And then if you do think that's weird. Immediately after that scene is over, she talks about like, hey, I have this cat. He's like, oh, you have a cat. I didn't know that. And kind of goes out of their way to be like, he doesn't, he's not like stalking her yeah. or something necessarily. Like he, like there's still things that they're learning about each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, and she shows him a picture of the cat and all that. Yeah. So it, it really gave me a vibe that if she, with, the one thing that was weird is that when he shows up, he's like, I love you. You know, that's a little strong. I like people admitting their feelings for other people. Um, I think he says, I like, it. well, no, so he says love.
1: He's, so the thing is ski, like S U K I can mean both like, and love. Mm. it's just like, and not even necessarily in like, you could use that word to describe like a food or a movie that you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they translate it as I love you, it could easily like be, you know, something more along the lines of like, I have a crush on you. I want to date you. Or even just like, I like you as a person, you know what Mm. I mean? I think in the context of it, it didn't come across to me like he was coming on too strong beyond the fact that he just admitted that he has feelings for his mortal enemy.
0: Right. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, I'm, I'll say it this time and I'll say it I've said it in the past and I'll continue to say it in the future if you're into somebody let them sure. let, let them know and if they reject you that, then they reject you and that's yeah. totally fine and then you gotta move on and then you gotta move on And guy totally from qui- Koi Chemo, you gotta fucking oh, move on my fucking god yeah yeah if you if you feel like hey you wanna like you could go on a date with somebody and this could work out ask them on a date yeah. you know and if that doesn't work out you can still be friends you know you know where each other stand yeah and so I I, I I like this show. I liked that it had all the cheesy Power Ranger stuff. It has all the cheesy villain stuff. It was a lot of fun, and it has this cute romance at the heart of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is actually. I think when we were talking about it, I said I probably wouldn't continue. I would be interested in because, and I think I said this during the Valentine's Day episode. Is like so much romance anime revolves around the, the building the courtship phase. The like, yeah. They meet and then. They, can, you they know, can't admit
0: f- to each other that they like each exactly. other. Exactly.
1: And, like, usually it's, like, the guy is too dumb and thinks they're friends and the girl's like, oh, man, I wish he would notice me. And then, like, eventually they, like, kiss in the, like, this final episode or whatever. Wow. Like, I love it when we can get the, that sort of thing out of the way in, like, you know, in the beginning and then actually focus on the relationship itself. Or yeah. do both. Like, you know, I'm not saying courtship phase is bad. Like, obviously that's an exciting part of a relationship. But Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, but for me, I, I think the relationship aspect is is more interesting than the courtship phase. We and say as like,
1: two guys in long term relationships. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm I like that they spent the time on it. They've explained how they got together. Yeah. But are moving
1: on. Totally. And I'd I'd be interested to see, like, even though this is obviously a comedy thing, they're all named after gelato flavors. Um, I didn't know soda gelato was a thing.
0: Let's get gelato. (laughs) It's time to get some gelato.
1: Beat the fuck out of a guy on a train. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I would be, even though this is like a a very obviously, like, sort of supposed to be like a lighthearted comedy, I'd be interested to see, like, where we go in this relationship, not only like the challenges that they face being on opposite sides of a Power Rangers battle, but like, you know, just kind of how that relationship develops and like, you know, what we can make out of this this setting. You what know?
0: are the relationship issues and all that?
1: Yeah. 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 And yeah. And just like kind of how again, seeing how that dynamic changes between the two of them, like as they grow together and like get to know each other. Like they start being really anxious about holding hands. Where do we go from there? Right? Exactly. Okay
0: goes from like I'm gonna be a little bit
1: to like a fucking escalation. Once you open once you break that seal, it's just nonstop. Exactly. Yeah. So what's everybody's favorite there's a lot of Kingdom Hearts talk so what's everybody's uh favorite Kingdom Hearts world? Um I think I think I think uh thinking about Kingdom Hearts One, I've had this conversation with a few people, I think that um Kingdom Hearts One's world, uh like just sort of the level design of it, is it, not very strong. I think it, it it's like really until like Agrabah, like You've got Wonderland, you got Deep Jungle, you've got um uh the Hercules world, which is like three boxes, essentially, you know? Um And then what else is there? You got a, you got those, you got a What comes between those and Agrabah? I think I think I think the Little Mermaid world comes before Agrabah. I could be wrong on that. Hey, sound off in the comments if you got a favorite Kingdom Hearts world. What's your favorite one from three? What which ones do you hope they put in kingdom hearts 4 i've already been seeing a bunch of really stupid ass tweets about what worlds should be in kingdom hearts 4 someone was talking about like <laughs> somebody i saw somebody tweet today that they should put columbia c-o-l-u-m-b-i-a from from encanto said that doesn't play take place in a completely fictional village within columbia um but that'd be interesting i think columbia er, uh, but <laughs> i think encanto was a good movie so that'd be fun to see who would be oh my god you could have uh you could have the Sisters, um, we're at like uh, two hours, 13 minutes, and 30 seconds. What
0: the fuck do these numbers mean? Two hours? Oh, those
1: are metric. Oh, How yeah. one thirty-three thirty. So 1.30, one hour? Two
0: hours.
1: Oh, fuck me. No, 133 dude. minutes.
0: Oh, fuck me, yeah. dude.
1: <sighs> Here's the one with the super strength and the one with the flowers. That could be good party members uh, in Kingdom Hearts 4. In Kanto. Uh, the, oh,
0: I didn't see that movie. Oh, it's so good. Saying,
1: you okay. should. Yeah, I like that one. I haven't seen Turning Red yet. Turning red could be a fun Kingdom Hearts world, though. She oh, turns into good. a big, uh, big red panda. That could be fun.
0: You, yeah, you got options there. Yeah, fucking Sora could do it.
1: Sora could turn it into a big it. red panda. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: all just they're all big old, big old
1: pandas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. Okay. Yeah, so it's we're a little at, bit along way. Okay. okay. This this is gonna be a three hour episode. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I fuck understand. it. Whatever. Fuck it, dude. It's it, the disaster it, episode, right? I, I, from get from go, this has been an episode for us. If you're listening and you're still enjoying it, that's great. This isn't for you. This is for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after what we've been through today. Uh, Precisely. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you're... I hope you're having fun. But fuck, dude. Okay. This is why it's going to be a three-hour episode. So, real quick. Mm. One thing I've, I I want to bring up before we move on to the next one, which we're going to talk about for like a week. Um, <laughs> love The one thing about love after world domination, I was thinking about... Oh, like, in terms of theming, this would be a cute one to show Bernadette. Right? Mm. She liked my love story, so another show about a cute romance would be fun. Sure. This show is, like, tits out. Like, super oh, hardcore.
1: Yeah, I forgot that about it. It's, yeah. it's, like, and it kind of falls into this, into this, this uh, camp that I'm really not a fan of in anything, anime, games, whatever, where it's, like it's it's obviously obviously the people making it are trying to like titillate the viewers like by means of like you know showing people in various states of undress okay sure the fact that none of the characters are in on it like uh princess reaper whatever her name is Mm. like she does not seem aware that she is in like straight up fetish garb right now like she is she like just bikini plus a cape essentially there
0: are several shots where she swings her flail around and she's just like ass to the camera yeah there, exactly there is, there is a shot where she swings it the 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 flail with like this big ass chain and the chain moves and the only part of her body that moves into frame are her boobs <laughs> it is, yeah. it is her,
1: only her boobs come into it's 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 crazy yeah
0: yeah and like if like if, if you're just like uh like a hentai enjoying dude, or just a, an anime fan service dude. Like, sure, it's it's fun, it's silly, whatever. It's and this is all a lighthearted show, so I don't think it's like fuck this show. It's yeah, I'm done. But like, if I show this to to Bernadette, she'll she know I I would be surprised. if She'd be like, yeah, let's watch episode two.
1: Sure, yeah, no, yeah. that's fair.
0: Even if the relationship themes, she might enjoy the you know I could I could definitely see. All the 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 boobs and ass putting somebody off from this show
1: yeah and I I like I guess to its credit like the guys kind of play ball a little bit as well like the uh, uh protein man the the red Ranger um like there's a, a pretty long scene of him just like doing various weightlifting stuff he's he's got he's doing bent over rows he's doing fucking military presses he's doing bench presses he's doing deadlifts he's doing the whole nine right yeah and like you know he's got his big old bulging shoulders and stuff like that there's a when when pistachio gelato ma- the green gelato green, uh, does his intro. He, he does his pose with his like spandex clad ass to the camera. You yes. know what I mean? Like it's not only the ladies, but like, I don't know the fact that like nobody's in on the fact that like, you know, we're they be- they they're, they're being very actively used as eye candy is like always a little, uh. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I personally don't think that the horniness of the show detracts from its fun themes and fun, all that stuff. But if someone was like, yeah, I don't know, the boobs were too much for me, like, I would understand.
1: I think it kind of narrows its audience. Like, I don't necessarily yes. even know that it's necess- like, I don't mind it. I'm I certainly would not go out of my way to watch this, like, for the fan service. Yes. I'm sure there's people who would, but at the same time, it's like. Everything else is strong enough that I don't feel like it necessarily needs it. And like, hey, maybe that's just what you want to do. Whatever. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong for anybody want to want to put in. Like, you know, people. Just, some people just enjoy a dry, drawing sexy bodies. That's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely. I, I think it kind of limits its its reach.
0: I think I think the narrowest audience is a, is a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, it's like it goes from like like imagine if Lo- my love story had scenes where, like, the girl was like, oh, no, my boobs are just bouncing in eight <laughs> different directions. Like, that would have that, seriously detracted from my love story, I think. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah, it's not really what the core theme is about. And to a lot of people, they're not there for the, the, the boobs and butt. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's not what they, they want out of their entertainment. Totally. Though. All right, um, if we don't talk about this show now, we're, this is going to be an eight-hour podcast. Here we go fuck me dude uh, the greatest demon lord reborn as a typical nobody oh man i thought and then i, I, I have i have in one. big big all cap letters in my notes right next to the title this sucks <laughs> let's not let's not make any two ways about it this show sucks this show does suck this show is not i good. i don't know how anyone could watch one episode of this and be like <laughs> i want more yeah sure would be sick to have more of this it sucks
1: yeah it's 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 got kind of both the failings of koi kimo and that that otome game one kind of rolled into one because it's like we've got this like seven thousand year old dude who's been reincarnated as a oh
0: let me go do you want to do the plot synopsis let me let me hit it real quick there's a a demon lord who's like conquered the world or whatever yeah he's like fuck this shit, it's, I don't know if anybody actually loves me, I don't know if anybody actually likes me. Probably not. I'm gonna go ahead and just reincarnate as a regular guy. And he's reincarnated as his his typical guy is, he's like five years old, and he's like, oh, I remember being a demon lord, and I know all my magic. And so, from age five to like 15, he studies everything he can, so that by the time he's 15, he's not He's not a typical guy. He's a guy who can like blow up a mountain by thinking about
1: it. He's ten in that beginning, actually. He's,
0: he's, Whatever he he's is,
1: ten years old. He just I, remembers uh, everything.
0: The whole fucking the whole fucking premise is like, I want to just be a regular person. I want to try to get along with the common man. Typical but, nobody, and the, I, I want to be a typical nobody. Yeah. And he has godlike powers. Yeah. And he and worst of fucking all, he uses them constantly. Yeah, like, right. No
1: question. He like flies in front of his parents and they're like, Hey, is that like a forbidden art? Huh. When did our ten year old child learn that? Oh well.
0: Oh my fucking God, <laughs> dude. Like <sighs> It is it is such a frustrating show because it's it's in in no way is the character like you could okay. It's it's like it's like if a billion it's like when the billionaire is like, I wanna learn how the common man lives, so I'm gonna to choose to become a billionaire. Or choose to become homeless. It's like, <laughs> who gives a shit? You can go back to your other life anytime you want, right? There's never a moment where he's like, Oh man, if only I had my demon powers, then I would be okay, but I'm gonna struggle. As a common, like, w- the worst thing that happens is he tries to become friends with people, and people are like, I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah, well, because he talks. Oh, big fucking shit, dude. I got that because I played D&D. Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, am I a fucking demon lord? No, I'm a nerd.
1: Maybe you could be in D&D, maybe, you know.
0: A, I could be. I could up be up d
1: Tiefling enough, you know. But I played,
0: it, I played a demon lord Yeah, in D&D. There
1: you go. You know, you're halfway there.
0: But I also can't blow up a bear with my magic.
1: That's true. Know? Actually, he doesn't even need to blow up the bee. He kills it with a sword. He's just like. This this ten year old boy.
0: Okay, also. Oh okay. my fucking
1: god, Re- Reborn, reborn as a typical nobody, as he says, born to that's two. What the show, that's or, what
0: the show's fucking called.
1: It's what it's called. uh Born to two seemingly ordinary parents who name him Ard Meteor.
0: Ard Meteor.
1: And then and then he goes and kills a bear with a sword. He just like s- fucking Kurosawa duels.
0: <laughs> and like a bear. instantly, like it does not seem like a struggle for him. There's never a moment where he's like, I'm sure I'm going to have a tough time as this being this youngster 10 year old, as opposed to my old anime boy body. And he just kills a bear like,
1: yeah. He kills multiple bears in the first episode.
0: Yeah. yeah like like they're up. nothing.
1: He, like, he doesn't give a shit, dude. He, at one point, he's frustrated because none of the other kids would play with him because he talks like a feudal lord, um, which he is. And uh, he starts like as- venting his anger by like blowing up mountains and stuff like that and then stops because he's like, well, I better stop now. Otherwise, I might permanently alter the local ecosystem. What sort of ordinary, uh, a typical nobody sentence is that? I don't think, uh, short of like, if I managed to find my way into like, you know, several barrels of toxic waste, I don't think I could permanently alter the local ecosystem if I tried. I don't have that ability because I am a typical nobody. I'm just a guy. I'm
0: just a dude. We are are two dudes who, between the two of us, can get our podcast episodes to get... 10 views (laughs) that is that is our collective strength yeah just about uh we can't blow up a fucking mountain we can't even come fucking close to so like it doesn't work as a premise for the show where like he's gonna go deal with the struggles of the common man yeah because he doesn't have those struggles
1: the only the only challenge he really faces is that nobody recognizes him as the demon lord
0: yeah and and he wants to be loved which is like tough shit Like not every, you don't just get love if you exist. Yeah. You know, like that's not, that's not the way this works. So, so you're you're not the common man. So that whole angle doesn't work. And then he's so overpowered that it doesn't work from like a one punch man kind of perspective where he's like, nobody can challenge me or anything like that. So it's, it's almost like there's two like half jokes and neither of them are funny.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's kind of the whole thing. And like so, you know, we're faced with this with this we're getting into like, you know, uh, later in the episode or we're faced with this challenge where this guy is unable to make friends because again, he talks in like a terrifying, like formal regal sort of way. Yeah. And, uh, no child likes to be addressed like that. I don't think, um, he gives that he gives permission to these kids playing outside to talk to them for, talk to him freely. And they go like, okay, freak. And then like walk away. Um, or like he, he approaches the, this group of girls and like says some weird period piece shit. And they're like, okay. And like run away. Um, so, okay, all of a sudden, even though he has all his demon lord powers, those still are not able to get him friends or people who are like willing to socialize with him because they don't realize he's the demon lord. He has no clout, right? Yeah. So, he meets the mayor's daughter, who is an elf, who's dealing with a lot of racism because she's an elf, which is like a weird thing in anime where it's like, oh, she has silver hair and pointy ears. Ugh. You know, that's a terrifying yeah. thing, I guess. Uh, I think I think ReZero does the same thing. Um, anyway, uh, so like, all of a sudden, there's this person who's, like, also on the outs of society, as as you can be as a 10-year-old, and um, he does end up befriending her, not by kind of, like, learning to, like, engage with her on her level, not by being like, oh, like, you know, comparing his, her, his issues with her issues and kind of finding some common ground, but no – she gets attacked by goblins and he destroys the goblins. He like erases them from existence. Even the ones running away. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, we're friends now. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like he, he solves his problem with the very thing that was supposed to be causing those problems. Like, it's,
0: it's, this was not any sort of, he learned nothing. Yes, absolutely. It's like, how do I befriend, how do I stop being a demon lord and befriend the common folk? Oh, by
1: being the demon. <laughs> exactly. Lord. Uh, that would not work for anyone other than the demon lord.
0: Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's such a frustrating fucking thing because it it has the aspects of Koi Kimo where will not let up trying to make her like him he shows he will not leave her alone to the point that when the goblins are attacking he's like oh no she's in the mountains because i chased her away that is the
1: reason she is there yeah yeah
0: and it sucks because like also like i kept expecting him to show up like she fights monsters kind of throughout the the second half of the episode yeah and i kept expecting him to be the one to kill the monster for her and she does it and so i was kind of expecting her to be like oh no, a bunch of goblins, let me put my skills to the the limit and do this my own way so that the demon lord doesn't have to go full demon lord and ruin the whole premise of the show. Oh, stupid me.
1: Yeah, like I was fully expecting that part for her yeah like you're saying like she she gets out of it herself and then like you know maybe even gets upset with him for trying like what you think i can't fucking take care of myself you think it's hot shit because you can cast fireball i'm the same age as you and i can do that shit you ain't special you know
0: i was thinking part of the conflict was going to be like oh my god this person's in trouble but if i use my demon powers i've learned nothing and it turns out that's not a conflict he just hasn't learned anything yeah and that's just how the show is yeah yeah uh, you suck my fucking nuts! <laughs> this show sucks, dude.
1: And then at the very end of it, we time skip. Uh, they've they've aged five, four some amount of years i think five japanese high school starts at 15 so i'm guessing there and the they are now the childhood friend trope she like he's sleeping and she like pops into his room and then he wakes up and she's like next to him in his bed they're like like super close all of a sudden and she's like she just kind of mentions like hey let's enroll at the magic academy and he's like uh, sure and they sure. do that and here we go we got a we got a fun little uh school comedy type romp thing yeah it's uh, almost like
0: she looks into the eyes of the audience like
1: hey don't worry there's a plot <laughs> big air quotes on the word plot yeah I know. But, yeah right, so, uh, uh, this, this is another one of those where like I mean, if you're into it i guess but I mean, this is a this is a like you know this is one of those like We know what the people want and they're going to we're going to we're going to slop this into their trough and they're going to eat it up like the nasty little pigs they are. Like, okay, yeah,
0: this is this is an exaggerated form of like filling out a government grant. (laughs) Yeah, like you do this and you get X amount of dollars. Sure. It's it's just a fucking guarantee.
1: And if they make money off of this, maybe they can make something they give a shit about. You know,
0: maybe or they'll just make more of this. Maybe.
1: Yeah, but I can't imagine anybody being like so fired up to make this a reality. You know what I mean?
0: I know. Maybe right. that's just me
1: assuming too much. I don't like. I don't like to like assume too much of creators and stuff like that. But like, uh, I, I did not detect any sort of passion, any sort of joie de vivre in this. It's just sort of there.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's. I can't imagine someone ever being passionately like. I can't imagine somebody being offended that we don't like this shit. (laughs) I I can't imagine anybody just feeling so passionate about uh, reincarnated as a typical guy who's not remotely even... Oh, One Punch Man. You know that typical guy? (laughs) The guy who can kill anything in one punch? What a normal dude. What a guy going through (laughs) just regular ass shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely fails on that premise. And, like, there's a lot of... There are plenty more... A t- a like anime about a a guy, an overpowered guy attending a magic Academy with his, uh, with his uh, childhood friend. There's so many better versions, executions of even that super niche premise that I don't think you necessarily even need this one. Yeah. Like I, yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, I don't, I can't imagine who it's for, but I know someone's out there watching it. You know? So yeah. You know, more power to you, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, if it's whatever. your jam, it's your jam. Yeah. Whatever.
0: We just hate you. Yeah, so. exactly. Personally. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, let's, let's get out of this nightmare realm. Um, Hang on, I got to go pee again. And by nightmare realm, I mean talking about Kingdom Hearts. Hey. Folks, when I said I was Sora, I wasn't entirely uh, being truthful with you. Um, I've you know we've had a lot of fun tonight. You've you've made it this far, you sh- you should know the truth. Um, I'm not just Sora. I'm Mickey Mouse. Like I've I've I know it, it's just it's part of the Keyblade code that I have to uh, I I can't tell most people this, and that's why I feel very comfortable telling you you this. If you're hearing this, I want you to know everybody else who listens to this podcast is not hearing the words coming out of my mouth. They're they're hearing something about, I don't know, uh, fucking Heartless or some other dumb bullshit. But I, you, you, right now, you're the only person in the world hearing this. I'm Mickey Mouse. I am him. Um, I'm going to save the world from um, uh fucking handsome or Nortman or whatever and uh oh boy so uh root for me in kingdom hearts 4 um but i will you guys should know i've talked with the uh the parties involved and everything that's happening and it's only going to go to five five's the final one so uh just letting you guys know hey what's up dude hey I didn't hear any of that. What about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, no, no, it's all good. I just I just let people know that I'm really excited for uh, playing through the first one again. Oh, so, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah! yeah. it's going to be sick. That's going to be a good time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, our suffering never ends. Our <laughs> atonement for some sort of past life uh, is here to stay with us forever. Uh, we watched Attack on Titan Junior High yep. as our final one. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, I mean, so much of it is just rehashes of scenes from attack on Titan, but like with lower stakes, like the colossal Titan shows up, kicks in the wall to the school and then a bunch of Titans come in and eat everyone's lunches. And then Aaron vows his revenge against the colossal Titan who eats his lunch. But he's fine. Everyone's fine.
0: Yeah, everybody's fine. His <laughs> mom is still uh, very much alive. Yeah,
1: she's not really, really involved. She's like at the very beginning of the episode and they go like, oh, see you later, mom. And, and mm-hmm. then there she is. She's fine.
0: Yeah, it's very lighthearted. It's, uh, you know, it's got it's got a couple fun bits. Like, I like the part where they go to middle school and they go to the uh, Titan side of the school. Yeah, so everything's fine. really big. Um, and like Aaron has a big old eraser dropped on him. And yeah, that's funny. There's a couple of fun bits. the the part where the show completely falls apart is when they're just doing straight up referential parts of the show. But the joke is that it's at a school instead of in a fucking nightmare apocalypse.
1: Yeah, but the school is also supposed to be like a quasi like, kind of like the survey core training, it seems like, or the yeah. the, the military training. Cause like yeah. the, 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 the trainer is the same. They have the whole like beat for beat, the same scene where Sasha is eating a potato, but this time she's eating a rice ball. And he mm. asks her like, why are you They're eating called donuts? A-? All right. I oh yes. I watch she's Pokemon. Eating, she's eating a jelly donut. She's, she's eating,
0: eating a jelly
1: donut. She's eating, <laughs> yeah. She's eating a, uh, what was it? A spicy salmon jelly donut. And then he asks yeah, her why she's, she's eating, eating that jelly donut. And she's like, you mean as opposed to this other type of jelly donut? And he's like, no. And then just think like, do the same thing, she offers him half, you know, and he's like, I don't want half, don't eat in class.
0: Which which is like re-watching Attack on Titan season one where she's eating a potato and he's like, what are you doing? And she just offers him half the potato. I am like, that's a weird scene, but it's kind of memorable. My initial thought wouldn't be, well, what if we dragged it out and <laughs> made it a whole thing? I swear it, the it, middle school not version lasts funny. longer. Yeah. Yeah, like, the whole thing is, like, Sasha wants to eat a lot of food and will do anything to do that. Yeah. And they sell it in in one of the only times of brevity in fucking <laughs> Attack on Titan is that scene. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like,
1: it's a sort of, like much needed comic relief like not, not to necessarily say it was a perfect execution of comic relief in the original show but like you know it's like okay this has been real serious here's a funny little moment you and sells, like
0: it's all a character yeah
1: and like it does a lot to build again it does a lot to build sasha as a character it's like okay this is somebody who like is very food motivated and like by that you can kind of tell like you know that and like the fact that like I think she says, originally, she says something like, oh, they were going to throw it out or something like that. I can't remember yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. But, like, you know, it's like, okay, food scarcity is important to her. Like, you kind of get that immediately. Yeah. Like, this is somebody who's probably been in a situation where she couldn't always eat, right?
0: And they've talked about it prior to that, where they sent out a bunch of soldiers prior to go die so that they would have enough resources and food. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, they've been
1: they've been refugees for a while. Years. At
0: the- yeah, so it's, it's not just, like, a little funny bit, but it's also, like... It it is explaining the uh, how someone would think about that. Yeah, it's like you the know, world at large, and, and
1: also Sasha as a character. It yeah. means something, but but yeah, the middle school version of it is like that same exa- that exact same scene without any of the signifiers. It's just like, yeah, she was hungry, I guess, because because Aaron ran into her earlier and she dropped her watermelon. Yeah. So well, okay, she was carrying a watermelon to school. I don't know why.
0: I know, and they, and they had a bunch of bits where Aaron kept running into people, and like it was kind of funny, but it wasn't fun. Uh, it the the parts where it wasn't just straight up referential of Attack on Titan, pretty funny, right? Where like he runs into a girl and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, here's money," and he gives her 10 yen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a penny, you know, it's like nothing, uh, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then he runs into a Potato Girl Sasha with and she's holding a watermelon breaks the watermelon. It's like, Oh, I'm so sorry here. Take this. And it's like a fucking sticker. Yeah. You know? Um, and then he runs it to John. Those, those are, those are good, funny little bits. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He runs it to John and he doesn't even feel bad. He yeah. He's over. like, ah, whatever. And keeps yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah fun fun good little bits every once in a while and then they do an attack on titan bit and it's like an extended scene and it is very boring
1: the the opening theme song like bit of this show as referential as it was i think was kind of the highlight cuz it's like oh this is cute like you know it's a re it's a redo of you know, cause it's the kind of reference that like, you know, kind of it's, it's a, a little more entertaining, you know, yeah. I think partially because like the extra production value that goes into it. And also the sort of like, you know, the juxtaposition of like, this is something that was really serious. And now we're doing kind of a jokey version of it, like really worked a lot better in that sort of context than it was, than it did, you know, in a 20 minute ep- or 17 minute episode. Yeah. This should have been a five minute short. This should not be 17 minutes. Yeah. By
0: the way. It was like shorter than a regular anime episode, but. But not by a enough, few minutes. Not yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, it, well, in, in going to something that you said, not about this episode, but I think about the Demon Lord show, mm. was that, I think you said something along the lines of like, I miss when you could recognize that something was going to be trash. <laughs> right? Like,
1: like... Um, I did say that about it. I think it was... No. I
0: I, I, I think it was... Uh, I think it was the Otome one. The, one the, the, so Trapped in a Dating... I think you said it about Trapped in a Dating Sim, but it definitely felt true during that, and it also felt true during like and th- and this show it's like this is unnecessarily well done you know like back in the day like if a show sucked like it would reuse shots constantly it would have all these little issues you know like problem like the- you would see animation issues and these days everything just kind of feels really well done and also sucks yeah you know yeah not to go full boomer.
1: but, <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that's just sort of like the advancement of technology around animation and stuff like that. It's like it's it's cheaper and quicker to make a, a, a decent product, like above a certain like minimum yeah. line of quality, quality. And that's that's a good thing. Right. Like, but like sure. at the same time, like, yeah, you, you look at something and it's like, well, I mean, it looks very similar to everything else, but like it doesn't necessarily look like bad. Whereas like there's some other stuff that looks bad and it's like okay, this is gonna be trash. And like you know, and hey, maybe it's still it's still enjoyable on some level, but like looks like trash.
0: Yeah, it it's been a minute since I've seen something that's like decent, like supposed to be good, and has had bad animation. Right, like the the shows I that I can think of that I have not enjoyed their animation have kind of been more on the motion comic side, and those things I'm like, well, it's. Like, Way of the House
1: Husband kind of thing.
0: That's exactly what I was Yeah,
1: yeah, I figured. Um,
0: Where I was like, this is kind of good, but I just don't like the animation for it.
1: Yeah, like, motion comics are kind of a weird thing where it's like, I don't care enough about voice acting to, like, need that. Like, if it's just going to look like the manga, but, like, with voice acting and color, I'm fine just reading the manga.
0: Yeah, and, like, and I I bought uh, the first volume of Way of the House Husband. Oh, nice. And... I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's and a lot of was, fun because it's the same jokes. Yeah, you know, and oh, yeah. it was it was a good time. And that, that part where
1: he buys his wife the like so, uh, something like you uh. know as like a nice thing, but like she already has that, and so he goes to cut off his pinky as like recompense. And she yeah, has to stop. that's hilarious. Like that's that's a that's a really good bit. But like it, it being a motion comic did not add anything to it. So so back to Attack on Titan, middle school or whatever the fuck it's called. I think the big the big place where this fails is like Attack on Titan. I think we can both agree. I I would not I would hesitate to call it as a complete package good, but I would call it interesting. Yes. The strength of Attack on Titan, and we talked about this already. Yeah, the strength yeah, yeah. of Attack on Titan is not its characters. Like yes. Eren and Mikasa and kind of Armin are like interesting characters enough they serve their purposes everyone else enough everyone else else is kind of set dressing like sasha yes. likes food jean is um kind of there connie is a little stupid and also just kind of there uh who else even uh annie oh is God. around she's the female titan she's a little serious i guess reiner oh. is a is a strong guy you know they, like yeah, yeah three three word descriptions work fine for any of these characters
0: Hey, this is Stu from the future filling you in on uh, a big chunk here that's going to be cut out. Uh... <laughs> we talked for like an hour about season four of Attack on Titan and got pretty, pretty drunk, or at least I did. Uh, so the idea was initially that we were going to upload it as like a little mini episode attached to this because it's full of spoilers and things like that. Uh, it's also a pretty niche group of people who would want to listen to us talk very drunk about Attack on Titan. Uh in listening to I haven't listened to the whole thing, but in listening to it, uh I we may or may not upload it because it's not great. Mostly I'm just really angry and I talk over Bakri a lot. And that's not ideal. <laughs> so we I think we're probably gonna table the Attack on Titan discussion for a future episode. And not upload it even though we were pretty convinced that we were going to upload it if you listen to the rest of this episode um if we don't upload it and you're dying to hear it and you know me you know you're charlie or somebody um i'll send it to you but i from what i've heard of it so far it's not great anyways um so it's gonna cut ahead it might be a little bit weird but uh be a little bit weird but yeah this is this is us wrapping up the episode after uh an hour long discussion of attack on titan i don't know why we did this i don't know why we do these things to ourselves holy fucking shit why do we watch anime bakri i don't know it's fun what it's... What do you like genuinely what what is the thing that draws you back to anime
1: uh i think anime is like kind of one of as far as like visual media goes it's like it's kind of the most out loud you can get i think like um, Sophie, God rest her soul said something along the lines of like, you know, pop music is supposed to be as like bright and loud as you can make music. And like, I think, that I, I kind of think something the same like about anime is like the emotions are big. The action is big. Like everything is, is huge and unambiguous a lot of the time. And I, I really like that about it. Like it's, it's, it's as, um, just intense. It's, it, 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 there's a sort of intensity to it that I don't find in anything, any other like sort of visual media.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. There, there's something kind of beautiful about the level of control that a creator can have about it. You yeah, know, where it's like, if a character is heartwarming and smart, you know, maybe they wear red clothes. If they are, you know, sad, they wear blue clothes or something like the the level of visual control you can have over anime, yeah. and the things you can dive into, and the stories you can tell through anime are really incredible.
1: Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, on some level true of like animation writ large. But I feel like once it's past like a a lot of animation kind of just across the board, like once it's once uh, it is past a certain demographic, like once once you're making animation for someone older than like 13, for instance, Um, like older than, you know, Disney movies and Cartoon Network and stuff like that. A lot of the time, like, you know, we kind of tend to we tend to regress into this sort of like um, what's the word? Not sarcastic, facetious, this sort of like, you know, uh, this sort of like facetious and 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 inauthentic sort of thing where it's like, oh, we got to make it we got to make it kind of ugly and kind of garish. And we got to throw in a bunch of dumb, like, you know, fuck jokes to make sure everybody realizes that, like, we don't really like, you know, it's this it, we're not doing animation because we love the way that it looks or anything like that. We're doing it to like as a means to an end or like maybe even just ironically or something like that. Like there's very few like animated series aimed at a, you know, non children that, you know, aside from like anime that I've seen like that, that are the way they are because they think that's the best way to tell a story. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, the beautiful thing that anime is hit in that s- some adult shows have hit or some cartoons have hit, yeah but, uh, by and large anime where it's like, you can tell a story that's outside of something that's just the scope of like a a child's story. Yeah. We don't, not every cartoon needs to be Dora the Explorer, you know?
1: Yeah. And even, even, even anime that's like kind of aimed at like a younger audience, like, you know, a lot of shonen stuff and stuff like that. Like in the context, like in the text takes itself seriously. You know what I mean? Like, the appeal of it isn't that like it's funny, ha ha or something like that. Or like, it's, it's that like, you know, what's going on is cool. Like it's cool to see what's going on. Like, you know, in, in text of the anime and stuff like that. And I think that's really, and like, it's not even explicitly in, anime thing like it's not even a it's not exclusively a japanese thing for sure you know there's like american french chinese korean series that like you know do a lot of that kind of stuff too yeah right but like you know anime has built such like a community and an industry around it that i think like not a lot of other like uh styles of animation have reached yet. And I hope they do, you know? Like, yeah, I, I think absolutely. Avatar The Last Airbender is dope. I think The King's Avatar is dope. I think, like, you know, there's plenty of other stuff out there that I think yeah. is dope. And, like, I'd like to see industries form around it. It's not a anime-exclusive or a Japan-exclusive thing. Yeah. That's just the sort of epicenter of it right now, I think.
0: Yeah. It's um, it's like with J.R.R. R. Tol- R. R. Tolkien and The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. It's like he's he, he has some quote that's like, I've been forever happy to be correct in the fact that adults enjoy fantasy as well. Yeah, You know, that, that anime does scratch that itch that not everything needs to be breaking bad or the fucking shield or whatever that where we're dealing with just strictly real people or whatever that, yeah. like, let me deal with orcs, let me deal with zombies, let me deal with these sort of situations because they do have meaning and they do have impact on on these characters' lives yeah. and things like that. I
1: think if you really hit something there, yeah, like, because so much, like, um, so much media that's, like, kind of aimed at adults, you know, be it be it uh, movies or TV or books or what have you, like, you know, usually, like, as adults, I think, like, a lot of the time it's easy to, like, require some sort of, like, realism, very similitude, you know, to, yeah. to what we're consuming. It's like, you know, if something seems unrealistic, then, you know, we're like, oh, that wouldn't happen, you know, like, you know on some levels, right? Like, you know, it's what you can convince people is realistic, not what is actually realistic. Right. Yeah. So, like, and, and I think it's really nice to see something that just completely does away with that. Like, you know, why can't this person jump 30 feet in the air without bending their knees? Because I fucking said, so who cares? You know? Yeah. Like,
0: just just enjoy it. Exactly. Really cool in, yeah. The so, like
1: yeah. It, the, the, the price of the price of admission is, is, you know, acknowledging that these things can happen in the text of the, of the series. And that's fine. You know, that suspension of disbelief. Um, yeah, I think I think that that sort of does that in a, in a way that nothing else does right now. I mean, yeah. it's cool.
0: And I, and I to to bring it home, I think that's that's our frustration with a lot of the anime we watch today. That, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe maybe some of it was maybe outside of our usual tastes and whatnot. But I, I, animation can do so much, and you can tell so many unique stories why tell exactly the same story as somebody before you you know don't just remake evangelion and just expand do something different you know genuinely different and make make the style different make the animation different you know there's so many avenues you can go why just do the same thing other than it's the safe option
1: (laughs) I, on the other hand, I don't necessarily dislike iterative media like that. Like, say, Stardew Valley versus Harvest Moon, right? Same thing, but, like, a little different, right?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, it's sort very, di- like, you know, kind of different purposes. Like, Stardew Valley definitely has its own, like, you know, space in the, har- the farming sim world, right? But, like, you know, it's very based on Harvest Moon. I think the same thing was, like... If you're going to follow in someone else's footsteps, that's fine. It doesn't need to be like, you know, some sort of new well, innovative thing sh- that pushes the medium forward. It well, it's what I'm. That's saying, that's know? kind of a thing. Yeah. That's kind of the bottom thing is like, you know, if you're going to do the same thing someone else did, sure, fine. But like, like why should I watch your shit if it's going to be the same thing and have nothing else, like, you know, no other selling points
0: to it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Because like, to me, it's like, okay, if you're going to make. If you like Super Mario, hell yeah, yeah. You know, enjoy Super Mario. Yeah, but the people who liked Super Mario, like the people who made Mega Man, aren't like, well, let's just make a Super Mario clone and call it a day. That'd you be know, interesting like, if they did. Uh, they they added a gun. They added all these fun little things. You know, you 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 take what exists and you kind of expand on it. You yeah. find a fun way to do it. And if Mega Man was just Mario again. We wouldn't talk about me. I, we would never talk about Mega Man.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true.
0: We would talk about you know Super Hank or whatever the <laughs> fucking Mario clones that came out that nobody fucking played. And nobody gave a shit about. Sure, it, you know? sure. You expand on it. You you make something a little different. Yeah, know? and so much of the shit that we fucking watched today was just derivative as fuck. Yeah, and if it was and like, and if it was derivative, it was just. Derivative without any sort of care, like no, you'll watch this schlock. Yeah, we don't give a shit. Like we know you're a garbage person. We know we know you'll eat whatever. Like it, when you watch something like uh, um, "Don't Hurt Me, My Healer" or something, like, that's something that's like derivative and playing with it. Yeah, you know, as opposed to like what it could have been, where it's like, "I'm the warrior. Okay, I'm the healer. I'm going to heal you. Now we will become friends. I sure do hate goblins." Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who gives
1: a shit? Yeah. It's, 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 uh, I've, I've heard it said of like, you know, anime in general is like, you know, uh, largely considered to be like pulp media, which I think is pretty accurate. And it's like, you know, one thing about that is like, there's, there's very little expectations in terms of, of like, quality and like depth of it. And so you can kind of make this like, you know, this sort of like same old schlock again and again. And like, you know, that's just anime. That's yeah. just how it is. And that's, and that's fine. Like, you know, not everything has to be the fucking Iliad or whatever, but like, At the same, the Iliad is a weird benchmark. I don't know why. No, I I liked that. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking fucking everybody should compare themselves to Greek uh, media. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you ain't, if you're not doing what Homer did, what's even the point, right?
0: Well, yeah. To be fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, like you know, not everything has to be like you know this great high-minded thing. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes people just like to see a nicely drawn ass. You know what I mean? And if that's Mm -hmm. what you're into, more power to you, man. Like go for it, right? Like, that's fine, but if I don't know. But
0: if you're going to have an ass in your show, make it a good ass, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't just put an ass, ah, whatever, it's an ass, people eat it up. Like, make it a good fucking ass, yeah. you know?
1: Sure. You know? We're always striving for a better ass.
0: That's, that's, listen, that's all I want out of the world. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> better asses. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I, I mean, if you're going to do something, do it, do it right. right. Do it well. Yeah. You know? I'm not just trying to talk about butts. If you're talking about, like, like making a good show or whatever, like, do a good job with it. You know? Don't just fucking phone it in. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Well, it is what this it up is. up before I do the eighth fucking pee break of this <laughs> nine-hour episode. There
1: you go. No, we're just, we're just about to hit. We hit four hours now. Oh, okay. There it good. is.
0: All
1: right. Uh, well, then I'm going to pee. I oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you thought you were done. Oh my god, it's it's fucking nine twenty. Jesus Christ, we started recording four hours ago. It was the sun was out when we started recording. Jesus. Okay. Um, I've never done a Kingdom Hearts level one run. That's something about me. I've never ever ever used the um. What's that called? The uh, exp. Um. Limit whatever the fuck the thing that makes it so that you don't gain XP. I never used it, not once in my life. Is that fun? I feel like you just keep wailing on the same guys forever and ever. You know what I mean? Like your attack does, your attack power doesn't go up. Enemies' health bars are going up, and you just like you just fucking beating on these dudes forever. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not good at Kingdom Hearts. I guess I'm not. I'm not good at Kingdom Hearts. It's just uh, it's one of those. I, I like Kingdom Hearts a lot. I played a bunch of them, almost all of them. I haven't played the mobile game. And I haven't played, um, I haven't played Recoded. I haven't played Kingdom Hearts Recoded. And I haven't played the 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 rhythm game, um, Mel- Mel- Melody, whatever the fuck that one's called. Um, I played every other Kingdom Hearts. Though. I played 358 over two days. I played uh, Birth by Sleep. I played Chain of Memories. I played Re-Chain of Memories. I played 1, 2, 3. I haven't played the, the, the Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC just yet um what other kingdom hearts what other kingdom hearts are there Stu? uh
0: chain of mysteries three, uh chain three, of memories i played chain of memories two days. 358 over two days uh, play that one two
1: no i only played two there was a two There was the second one uh,
0: two kingdom oh, hearts shit. two
1: you know i never played the the weird board game like side mission thing in birth by sleep i never i never got through there Oh, dude. it was
0: you're, you're missing out because I totally did that you did yeah on the yeah, PSP totally yeah. uh 100% Crazy. totally Damn. yeah yeah I 100%. need to I need to I
1: need to do that oh
0: uh, totally yeah uh... all right let's end this fucking nightmare yeah let's I can't record it as long as we did I know no I can <laughs> it
1: was attack. bound to happen eventually I had to get I'd, this out of our system listen
0: to the attack on titan episode that's going to come out a couple weeks after this one Dang. uh it's or or don't. I don't give a shit. Attack on Titan is a nightmare that will forever infect our lives. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it, I'll die. Yes. And th- them's the them's the breaks.
1: It is what it is, folks. So this is an interesting episode. This is an odd one, but I kinda like it.
0: Yeah. Well, we said it would be a disaster episode, and if anybody disagrees what are you doing with your life? This was <laughs> definitely bad. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Come on. Fuck Just, it. But if you enjoy our voices... Yeah. Hey,
1: then you got four hours of content. Hey, just yeah, look, look at, at you. you.
0: Winner. Wow. Yeah. You just enjoy the hell out of this podcast. Yeah, oh. yeah. Way to go. You did it.
1: <laughs> Congratulations. Joy. You've earned
0: the S rank. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, Bakri, how can people track you down? How you can, can people find all the cool stuff you do? You
1: can hit me up on twitter.com octo... No, 8... The number eight, Mammoth. You can also find me on Spotify. No, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com <laughs> slash Octomammoth. O-C-T-O, Mammoth. Um, that's it. I'm working. Uh, I've started work on an album recently. Uh, so I'm not going to be posting anything I'm working on on my SoundCloud, which means my SoundCloud's is going to be woefully out of date. But um, eventually there will be a whole bunch of new songs. So look forward to that eventually.
0: Hey, yeah. I like that. Yeah um for for me uh i'm hentai pizza lord on twitter i'm if you thought we were gonna do kids on the slope gotcha get Uh, fucked eat shit yeah follow follow me on twitter i make one post about our mistakes uh eventually there'll be a different twitter you can follow but uh deal with this for now um yeah we've we've got big plans for the season three of of uh, Battle School Dropout. That's right. So that'll be that'll be sick. That's right. When that comes, but that's gonna be like July. So yeah, that whenever it. we do X Arms two or something. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, we gotta find a follow up for X Arm. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was our one year anniversary. We would, We did uh uh gargantia on the planet or whatever, and then we did X Arms. So if you only watch one episode a year. Fuck, man! So yeah, we really rough. have a lot to build up to.
1: Man, I remember, I like when we when I first watched gargantia I was like really hot on it. I was like, this is sick. This is the anime. It's so great. And then like, yeah, when we watched it for episode one, it was like, it's rough. I mean, there were some good parts about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I felt about X Arms. You know, I was like, oh, what? This is the best anime ever made. And then lo and (laughs) and behold, it wasn't that good. One of those things you you watch it by yourself, (sighs) you think it's great. You watch it in front of friends, you're like,
1: oh, man, what am I doing? So tough. I had the Uh, same thing with Weekend at
0: Bernie's. (laughs) Wait, does Weekend at Bernie's not hold up?
1: Oh, dude, I watched Weekend at Bernie's for the first time in like eighth grade, and it was the single funniest thing I ever saw. And then I, I watched it. With my mom, like, two weeks later. And it wasn't even a matter of, like, oh, my mom's I'm watching a sex scene with my mom. Like, it just sucked. I, I, I was sitting there like, this is not funny. What was I thinking? Damn. It, it didn't hold up for two weeks, much less... How old was I in eighth grade? 12? Well, 13?
0: I'll just, I'll just say this, because it's definitely a truth. Much less 17 I years saw, later. I saw it at 20, and oh boy, did I think it was... Pretty good, yeah.
1: I mean, so you're done for. Dude. I think it's one of those that, like, the first time it's great, now. the second time and on, it's not like, the, yeah, maybe that's... this far after, may, like, maybe I'll, I would enjoy it now. I don't know, bring maybe it like, back, you know. Weekend at Bernie's Battle School Dropouts episode, stay tuned. Weekend
0: at Battle School Dropouts, yeah, yeah, that's where we have somebody else do the podcast for us <laughs> and they just hold us up in chairs,
1: yeah, perfect. We'll just, you know, uh, uh Bernadette and Felicia will just do an episode and we'll just like. Be held hostage somewhere.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that's that's the inevitable DeGrassi episode of the Battle School drop. I
1: think so. so yeah, it's yeah. so, the April Fool's next year or something. Who knows? No,
0: I mean it's just it's there's nothing we can do about it. We're under constant threat from our girlfriends. Yeah. So. Sorry, everybody. We're too weak.
1: Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it is
0: what it is. Couple
1: of couple of gamma males over here. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Not even beta males. Not even beta males.
0: I, I'm here. more of an X-ray male. Myself. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, I'm, I think
1: I'm I think I'm approaching Sierra male personally.
0: Ooh. Yeah. That's a pretty powerful one. <laughs> I think so. I think I don't really. None of it really makes any sense. I to don't me. know, man. The only thing I know about different types of males is that if you're a sigma male. You better talk about how you're better than an alpha male 24-7. That's the important part. That's yeah. that's what makes a sigma male a sigma male. Otherwise, how is everyone going to know that you're a sigma? Right. And if you're an alpha male, you better talk about how you're an alpha male every day and that sigma males are bullshit. That makes sense. And as long as you two are fighting... We're all then, winners. Uh, then, yeah, then we're all winners. Then clearly men are winning and that nothing else stupid is happening. Yeah. That's, them's the breaks, folks. Them's the breaks. Yeah. Well, anyways, enjoy this episode of Battle School Dropouts. We ended up turning this into two, so uh, there's this weird episode, and then in a couple of weeks we'll have the Attack on Titan part that I'm cutting from this fucking episode. What a bargain. Yeah. What a bargain. Two for yeah, one. Two, two for one. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh if, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you've really had a good time, um, come to our house and fucking murder us because I'm over this shit. Please. Um, we watch Garbage and I'm ready for dinner. <laughs> that's all. Uh, but the, uh, but the, that's all, folks. Next episode will be Kids on the Slope. No. Episodes 1 through 7. It won't. I don't believe in anything I'm just going to say it because that's what we said for the fucking last one. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a fu- I'm going to buy those episodes on eBay tonight. Want to buy a gun. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking just end it. I'm fucking end this podcast. I'm good. Fuck this shit. Okay, here we go.
1: <laughs>